Well, as Eminem said, guess who's back? Back again. Yes, it is us. Uh, in the show that, uh, well, we're not going to say what show it is yet. We have big announcements, but uh, welcome. It's 420 day. Uh, I'm Brian Noonan. He's Cody Goff. He's Craig <laughs> Collins. We're all back together. This is very exciting. Uh, Cody is uh, Cody is already, I think he's toked up. He's ready to go, Craig. He's been doing bong rips, I think, since yesterday. Mm-hmm. What's he, he talking show about, Brian? Is, it, is he going to center the camera correctly or no? Okay, I will. Hi. How are you? Happy, happy Tuesday of no notable importance to anyone. It's, Did um, you just, is that an edible? Did you just do an edible? No. Okay. All right. Are you sure? Are we uh, jujubees? Let's start the a, show. The show. Let's go, guys. Yeah, you let us know when that kicks in. Well, it's first of all, it's good. (laughs) No, I I don't think so. I don't think so either. So the answer is already. Yeah. Is how many of those have you done today? You don't do edible. (laughs) That's weird. None, none, none before this broadcast started. I hold on. Now, now, Brian and I need like more drug thing. You don't do an edible. That's not a thing you do. I thought you do all of the things that are drugs. I thought they and all get done. Good point. You, no, you don't. You don't do weed. You don't do marrow. You don't do the Mary Jane. You don't do the cannabis. You don't do the Kush. You don't do the reefer, the grass, the hemp, the herb. The chronic? The, do I do the, the chronic? Chronic, the ganja, the ganja, the four twenty, etc. All right. So you more. So all right. You smoke it. You eat it. You ingest it. You. Uh, so have you eaten? Other edibles. You take an edible. All right. You, so you, you take, take. I have it not edible. done. What are you, I have Bill not Clinton, uh, talking about a blowjob? What's <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah, this, this I is can very be. Yeah, I can be. Way too specific. Yeah, you don't be it. Drink it. Has has an edible gone into your system through some conveyance at some point earlier in the day? <laughs> nope, not before this. Bro, oh, I'm not a <laughs> micro doser. I can't. I'm not a functional. I can't be a functional stoner. What do you think? I worked all day. I got off. Listen, can't be doing drugs. Tommy Chong, I don't know what you're up to over there. I don't know what's happening. Do now, Cody. Think- do you agree with me? Do you agree with me that Craig's beard has gotten crazy much darker? It looks like Keith Hernandez is in a commercial. It's to me. It's nice. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Just maybe I just haven't seen you in a long time. Maybe I didn't were... die it. If this is okay. trying to get me to admit that I died it, I did not die the beard. Also, have you gotten rid of your Yankees hat because of their bad behavior? I see you're sporting a different cap today, not your Yankees hat. Because uh, the Yankees, let's be honest, the Yankees. Uh, did they get me? Throwing, dude? Then they're throwing no, baseballs no. at their at the on they're, the field. They're playing bad at baseball, Cody. Nothing else has happened. Uh, I plead the fifth with that question, Noonan. I plead wow. the fifth. I'm not going to answer. Whether or not okay. I've abandoned the Yankee hat for now. Brian Cashman is confident the team is coming back. That's not the news of the day, but we can talk about the Yankees if you two want to. Well, we'll do it. No, here, let's get this out of the way. If you look at the caption on our lovely thing, it says, What show is this? Now, we've been, we took last week off because I had a last minute radio show and Cody was having nanny problems. I don't think the kind of nanny problems that uh, Robin Williams had or Arnold Schwarzenegger had, but uh, we were, and Craig was busy. 
So, but we promised that we would come back this week. We had been threatening to come back with our new name and uh, rebrand the show because at some point the quarantine would be over and we're tired of living under the boot of a, a virus. So we wanted to have our new name and uh, being three guys who, and I think you guys will agree with me, uh, at some points, uh, some points we are the most indecisive three guys you will ever come across. In <laughs> some points in our lives, we are very decisive. But when it came to picking the name, this was a nightmare. Yeah. We had a name, and then uh, we got Craig brought up some sort of uh, grammatical thing <laughs> with the name. And I then Cody said the name didn't roll off his tongue easy enough. And so then we had to go back to I. I then signed an email with a different name, which turns out all three of us really liked, but we were going to go with another name that we liked, but I, I don't know. This has been a What's journey, our name? fellas. What is our name? What is our name? That is a very, very good question. What is our name? That's our name. <laughs> That's the new name. Realities may vary. Um I was hesitant, right. but it's already been changed uh, on all the. It's been changed in Anchor. So if you uh, if you subscribe to the Quarantine Cast, you'll start getting the new episodes under the new name. Everything is the same. Um, we have a temporary logo, but we have a professional graphic artist working on our our new logo. So that's it. There are no no. We're not taking any more name suggestions, Stop it, Roger. Roger. We're done. That was a problem. We listened to too many people. We let mm. people try to influence our decision. No, we made the decision. Well, kind there we go. That's the show. See you guys later. Realities may vary. We're done. Announcement. Everybody, see you next week. Everybody's good. So that's one announcement. Um, yeah. Now, Cody, I don't know if you'll back me up on this because I know you're high. Uh, you're suffering from <laughs> edibles. Edibles take a while to kick in. We started at seven oh four, and whatever not, I uh, ate, not in my world. Whatever I ate wouldn't world. wouldn't have kicked in. Now, if I added, it doesn't matter. It's not like I have a second. I'm waiting. Stand by. Just so you know, I do have a huge Tupperware container full of the weed downstairs. The ganja. The ganja. Uh, uh, what, what? Hold up. What? What did you yeah. say? I said I have a huge say? Tupperware container. No, I, I heard. I heard the all weed. the words. Why do you have that? <laughs> Why wouldn't I have it? No, Jonan, mm. we talk, you've never done the weed. Are you I've never about done it. No, uh, my someone I know is getting into the <laughs> cannabis business. All right. And my wife has been in a lot of pain. And mm. so people had said, hey, why don't you try? Why don't she smoke some uh, smoke some of the uh, devil's salad to ease that pain? Because that's what it's supposed to do. Whatever strain. So she was tired. Uh, what size Tupperware? Uh, the same size that um, uh, Drew Peters had buried his wife in. Uh, wow. giant. Yeah. That's a big one. It's, Wait, it's like a yes. keg. It's a keg of, uh, allegedly, allegedly. Cody, Cody don't ask more questions and deter Noonan. Stay on topic. I want to know right. more. I'm staying. No, I'm staying on topic. I'm mm -hmm. I, listen, I'm taking after you now, Craig, I'm laser focused. <laughs> um, cause I, I, you know, so anyway, so we were talking to this person who's going into the cannabis business and mention it. And that person said, Oh yeah, I've got some, uh, I got some here in the house. He said, I have a lot more, but it's at my other location. And I'm like, listen, Mr. Escobar, I don't want to know where your other location is. So 
Uh, you get, we've you had, never, we've, you never go to a second location with a drug dealer. No, you never go to a second location. Well, first I've to clarify, this, this person is not a drug dealer. He is opening a wow. legal, he's opening yeah. a legal cannabis business. He's yeah. licensed and everything. But anyway, yeah. it, and I, you know, I've known this person their entire life. So right. the chances of me getting shot are never go less. to a second location with a drug dealer. Newton. It doesn't I mean, matter. We the have to, that's, rule. that's the lesson for the day. Uh, <laughs> never go to a second location with a drug dealer. Thank so you, I sir. didn't, I didn't, but he gave us, he gave us what we had and it's been in the house for now a number of weeks. And, mm. uh, my wife will not, uh, will not imbibe because she's afraid I'll make fun of her because, uh, you know, cause anytime I bring up weed, it's a litany of craziness that I like to, you know, I just like to go. And I was like, no, why it one, if it helps your pain, that's great. Two, it's legal. Three, if you don't know that I'm kidding after 29 years of marriage, then really th this has all been a waste. And, uh, <laughs> so then I bring this up to, uh, this, this might, this is oh here's a revelation. Probably not. So I, I see a therapist because I'm a lunatic and you know, so I bring this whole thing up to my therapist. He goes, well, maybe you should smoke it with her. And I told him about you guys giving me a hard time and people offering to pay to see me mm -hmm. smoke it. And so I, I brought that up to the wife and she was like, well, maybe. So it's still down there. Um, and I mean, I like, I got a lot of arthritic pain, so I could use it as, you know, what's cause I'll tell you what, huh? What strain? I don't see. That's what I don't know. I don't know if it's indigo or violet or indigo or blue or green or one of the colors that lie between. I don't know. You don't know if it's Jack Harer or purple rain or OG Kush, or Jedi, or Death Star. You know any of that? Are we, are we, are we all making names up? Because I can make names up. Yeah, too. make up some names, Craig. Come on. Okay. No, no, no. Sure. I, I, I would assume that you doing it, Noonan, would help her to do it. That's true of anything, right? When you have someone you care about that That's wants true. to try something, trying it with them is always a good step. So now, no jokes uh, you know, intended here, you probably should get high with the missus. All right. I got a lot of points when I got waxed. <laughs> what? What happened? He's smooth said, like a dolphin down there. Do things that people get up with. I got a lot of I got a lot of brownie points. I don't know who it was with, but hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on. Are we I don't know if I'm trying to debate if I'm gonna talk about this. What are you saying, Cody? What did you do? Wait. <laughs> I already I don't know. I already don't like where this is going just from you and you don't know if you are what here's the joke that I will explain, which will make you said should participate in a thing that your significant other is doing for uh solidarity. I Correct. said I got any points when I got waxed, which means that, that I was with a woman who who had her body shaved in certain areas, <laughs> and then I also the implication was that I got in wax, which is where they rip you? all the hair out of your other regions uh, i'm aware of what it actually did you go stem to stern i've not gotten professionally whacked uh so there's there's the rest but roger i'm not over perfect perfect no you are you are you're 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 pixelating a little bit what things yeah, are, you are you're breaking know. up thought, things are uh, i thought it was my connection no um, your connection well, like my audio is then no, i'll your just video and your I audio Everything. Can I ask you guys? Can I ask you guys a different question? Can I take yes. this a different road? Uh, on top of on top of the Why, conversation, Cody you don't want to share now? that you got waxed. Well, no, it's, hold and on. use that hold hair on. to darken your beard. 
We'll get there. No, <laughs> I, I'm curious. I no, I'm we're really gonna go there. And by the way, we have news things to talk about at some point. Do you guys ever deal with itchiness in certain areas as a man? Do you struggle with itchiness? Anyone? No one wants to weigh in. Well, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, like specific in your itchiness, specific itchiness. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, like itches. like in my rump. Sure, sometimes uh, no, if things get a little not, sweaty. Not the spot I was thinking of. All right, uh, a little further the, north. I was you flip it to the other side. All right, I was just thinking of... <laughs> itchiness. I mean, yeah. uh, like outside your normal, just hey, you got a scratch once in a while, or like is this a chronic pain? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't have an STD. I I, I think that sounds like it. No, I, I don't. It's just a regular amount of itchiness. My wife thinks it's the grossest thing ever to see a man scratch that area, even like once, it, like any moment. If she catches uh, a single glance of a man doing that, my wife thinks that is full on the worst thing you could ever do. To Cody's point, we had a debate as to how I could stop ever having any sort of scratches. I may or may not have actually done the thing. Cody joked about doing it for a second. I was rather happy that I had another kindred spirit. And now I'm very embarrassed and sad that I went down this whole road. I just wanted well, to say one last thing about it. It does not improve itchiness. It does that not. No, I was going to say it that. Not. Listen, I, I keep myself nicely groomed. I don't, uh, you know, I don't <laughs> wax it up. I'm not a psychopath, but I do do some, uh, some trimming. I, I you know, yeah. I, I take care of business down there. I don't like a, you know, an overgrown yard. Just like I'm, yeah. just like I maintain my grass out front, <laughs> I maintain my grass in the house. Um, well, no, it doesn't. It, seems, it, it, it doesn't like get rational, rid of the itching. No, it seems no. like a rational path, though. You go from you know having that situation and doing what you said to maybe having none of it, maybe ripping everything out and seeing what happens. Yeah, and but it, it, it grows back, and it's terrible. And I yes. wish no one the pain of that experience. But I again, bag, I digress. I have a bag of hair. Owen? Somewhere. Nuts double. That is that is the, the quote of the night, Mike. I love that. Uh nuts double. Yeah. Nuts double. We don't and Maureen thought it might be jock itch. Uh it could be. No, are you are, are no, your undies too no. tight? This is a regular amount of things. I, I I do not, I'm not down there all the time. Well then well then if it's a regular amount of things, then you the first word then, in your sentence would mean that everybody has it. So yeah, I mean okay, who doesn't so itch. That's why I tried with the question first to go down that road. Yeah, no, it's good. Yeah. Scratch. Oh my yeah. lord, I you don't know I don't do it in public. Me you know, I'm not at the jewel in the produce department using a pineapple <laughs> to exfoliate my region. But uh, you know. do your, do, did the lovely ladies in your lives get annoyed if they if they catch a glimpse of you doing that? Is there a complaint or two that gets thrown your direction? Let me tell you this, Craig. Uh, <laughs> the list of things that I do that annoys. The women in my life. All right. Uh, me scratching uh, here or there, front or back, up or down, that doesn't even yeah. make the list. Yeah. Okay. Cody? Don't make Clean me take pit. this 5-milligram edible on top of the 10-milligram <laughs> edible that I definitely did not take at the start of this <laughs> quarantine cast. Realities may vary. It's a podcast now. What is? It? Are we a podcast? Are we a? Are we a YouTuber? Are we a influencer marketing? Are we an Instagram video? Are we a TikTok? Is that what we I are? I think we're a vlog. Oh my we're god, a, we're a podcast, and we're we're also live now on uh, Facebook and YouTube. So we mm -hmm. vlog and then we podcast. 
Question. I am seeing women. I am seeing women uh, viewers weigh in. Sally said absolutely. Jean said no one wants to see that. I guess my wife is not alone. Cody, you want to change the topic? No, I have well, a Cody, comment. Cody okay. right now is seeing music, so he doesn't know. What <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what that means. I'm a no. good husband who tries everything to make my wife happy. That's all I want this topic to be about. Cody, go ahead. No, last night, uh, Facebook, this is actually a big announcement. Uh, Zucker Hot Dog announced that Facebook is going to start finally supporting podcasting. I'm not stoned yet. You'll check on my glasses. You can see my eyes. Do you see the whites of my eyes? There's no red. You'll know. Look, um, Zuckerberg, uh, hot dog man, chicken sandwich, uh, the Facebook CEO uh, and ruiner of worlds, announced that Facebook is doing audio and podcasting and they're going to support Clubhouse-like social chats. Anyway, they're going to do a bunch of audio stuff. So I wonder if someday in the future, the this train wreck that is occurring will be an audio-only <laughs> format on Facebook. Like, I'm, wow. I'm just saying, I'm giving a preview. This is actually like tech news and it's interesting yeah, right. and it's relevant to our, our show. So maybe, maybe we'll do some like, different thing in the future i don't know that's cool maybe maybe we'll just start every show with this topic maybe we'll just bring this back as a highlight moment every show i'll check Perhaps. in with you guys okay sorry back to you brian do i know listen i i any more stoner <laughs> tech news <laughs> what's don't elon musk take, up to don't make me take this fiver i don't think you want to see 15 can in you I don't think i'm the only one uh here can you explain what you're saying there when you you know you're talking oh. about fivers and tenors because Craig and I live upstanding moral lives. Mm. Mm. So we don't yeah. know. Oh. Craig doesn't even scratch. I don't know if you know. Actually, that. actually, I don't. I try not to. Out of, out of curiosity, Cody, did you buy Dogecoin today? No. Why? How much is it at? I think that there was a thing. I thought every all the stoners were trying to buy it today. I have no idea what it's at. No, I missed okay. the boat and I'm very upset about it. So let's not talk about that. All right, so talk. Well, talk about the five or the five and ten before we get into other stuff. Edibles are generally sold in packs of a hundred milligrams. Generally, they're divided into ten milligram pieces. So you get 10, 10 milligram gummies, for example, in a thing, or 10, 10 milligram chocolate bars, etc. There's what a would that run called, you? Oh, forty-five bucks in Chicago. In Denver, I've, in Colorado, I think it's 30 or 35. Um, Illinois is more expensive than everywhere. I have a friend in Minneapolis that wanted to uh, get high, and he almost drove an extra three hours to Colorado instead of Illinois just to avoid our taxes um, because they're that bad. But, well, you know, whatever. So um, there is a brand called Mindy's that sells their edibles in five milligram portions. This is a Mindy's edible. It's 5MG. Um, but typically, they're 10 um, including, but perhaps not limited to the one that I definitely did not consume at the start of the quarantine cast. And there are yep. some there. I don't think they sell them in Illinois, but there are some like super micro ones where they sell two milligram uh, dosage. Um, What's I, the point? Are you, are you I think he just passed just out? Wait, you wanna, hold on. Did you fall uh, down? Are we, doing a are we doing a baby thing? Are we getting a baby? Oh, are we getting a baby high? <laughs> That's definitely not going to happen. I, <laughs> Oh, is that when you bet? That's when you bow out. That is. I can talk about ball <laughs> action all day long. A baby. A baby. Fresh from the bath. Fresh from the bath. He looks terrified. Talking to the mic, little baby. Hello, little baby. He's Great totally going to eat technique. the mic. Have the mic, baby. He's my favorite baby. 
My favorite baby. My baby never makes cameos in anything. So Hi, baby. It's a special treat. Oh. <laughs> for people, for people Please don't hit his it. head on the camera. No, for he's not nowhere near the camera. Here you now, go. For, for people that consume this as a podcast, you have to go to the video yeah. to see Cody's baby. That's going to have to be a prerequisite now. He is adorable. He's yeah. so adorable. Oh, my God. Yes. He's smiling at me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know he's so cute, right, Sally? Uh, bye. Oh, he's coming back. He's Little coming baby. Back. Wait, lift him up. He smiles when you hold him. He smiles. Look. Look at <gasps> That was a smile. That was a legit smile at his dad. You're smiling yeah. today. Yeah. Sorry, I'm really wow. obsessed with my baby. Bye. Congratulations. He's good. Thank you. Dude, I, my baby's awesome. I, All right. I can't, I can't believe the topic we transitioned from to get to your bed. I cannot believe what's happened for this boom, show boom, boom. so far. This you got it. Well, the new... The new description of the show says we cover such a wide range of topics yes, due to do. due to short attention spans and <laughs> the fact that we, you know, we're just jumping around. Let's go back. So how uh, how much edible do you would you normally consume? Is it just okay. one ten thing or a, a ten and a five or a fistful? No one should ever really take more than ten. Um most some people are so sensitive that they need to only take a five, but uh, generally a ten will a ten will do you good. I had a friend that took thirty one time and he didn't know where he was for like a whole day. Oh man, he was messed up. So yeah, I mean, you don't want to go much above ten. You can do fifteen if you're feeling uh, like you know if you're celebrating four twenty, for example, and wearing a tie dye shirt. But if not, I definitely I'm not. Don't you can see my eyes. You can see my the whites of my eyes. Stop putting the graphic up that says I'm stoned. Anyway. All right, listen. Uh, we have we had a big announcement with the new name of the show and the new branding. There is another big announcement on the show for one of the people. One of the people on this show is having a, a banner couple weeks. Um, <laughs> t spoiler alert, it's not me. But it is our very own Craig, and it has nothing to do with his shiny backdrop or his manly, manly beard or his um, abandonment of the Yankees. Yeah. Uh, well, um, I got to fill in on WIBC in Indianapolis, and they said they liked me, so they're going to have me back on Thursday and Friday. And then I got a full-time gig uh, during the time. I did take time off. I was working on some things uh, to you know, have an income again. So I will be starting a show on uh, WMBD out of Peoria on May 3rd. Uh, that is a brand new afternoon drive show from 3 to 6 p.m., as it says on that graphic right there. Um, and it's I'm very excited. My second guest on the show is going to be Cody Goff. He was wow. beat out by he was beat out by Radio Hall of Famer Gary Meyer. Uh, Cody does a regular thing, or he did a regular thing on my my radio show on Mondays at five. The tradition lives. He'll be on five o'clock May 3rd. Well, congratulations. That's very big news. Congratulations. Thank That's you. Excellent. I'm, very, I'm very happy about all of it. I'm, I'm thrilled that IBC would have me back. I'm thrilled that WMBD is cool with me doing that. Um, and I'm, I'm thrilled to start the show. I want it to start now. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be tough when so much is happening to not to not be able to jump on. You know, do you have that reaction? As, as a radio guy, do you start to, and Cody, a podcaster, mm -hmm. do you start to, whenever you see any news, like want a platform to talk about it because it's an I wanted unhealthy to be on, thing. I wanted yeah. to be on today. I've wanted to be on the last week in uh, 
in Chicago. You know, I was on the other night, and I'm going to be on again Friday on TMJ, but to be right. on the air when things break is a big uh, is a big deal, you know? Yeah. Yes. Cindy, Sally, everybody very excited for you as we are here because that means, right. you know, that means I'm two pissed. people on this show are making money. <laughs> um, to answer your question, I for me it's less about the breaking news because, as you know, I'm not exactly a news junkie, Sean Lawson. Um, what I am is I I I do wish I had more of a platform. Thanks, Craig. So inside, Florida, with that, right? With that handle, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, oh yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what I was gonna say is that I like I wish that I had more of a platform. There are niche topics that I know are being reported on or misrepresented or not really great. Like I wanted to be on CNBC when the GameStop thing kind of like blew up because none of the analysts on CNBC really understood what the whole thing was about. Uh, so anyway, uh, I like to correct the record, but uh, again, uh, congrats to you, Craig. I didn't say that actually again, but uh, congrats to you. I'm excited to be on your show. On my, um, but uh, that little segment that we used to Oh, and so I'm excited to do it again, just like I'm excited to have you back on the quarantine cast. I know Brian's excited that he doesn't have to just deal with me now yeah. for two hours mm -hmm. a night. Not yeah. help, you know, with By that. the way, Cody, you might not have immediately said congratulations here. You did tell me on Facebook that I'm sexy as a response mm -hmm. to some of the posts I put up. So I, yeah. I think that I think that it's your opinion weird. has been I, it was very weird. It it felt very odd. My mom asked about it. My mom was like, Is Cody being serious? <laughs> I was like, no. No, mom. We're both married men. He's not being serious. That doesn't mean anything okay. in this day and age. Mm. Okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe everybody's on the DL. Love always <laughs> finds a way. It does. I don't know the what topic, you guys are. The topics on this show today. Craig, the Listen. alternative is that I wrote on your Facebook wall what I was texting you both about earlier, which I don't think I'm allowed to do <laughs> anywhere. Anywhere public. Oh, my Lord. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> I took Brian a second, and he's like, yeah, no, no. Listen, I rarely do I pay attention to your texts. That's why. That's fair. So, <laughs> Actually, like the memory. Because I, uh, I know you write them when you're stoned. Oh, my Wait a minute. God. Did we, I is, that, is that real? Hold on. Is that real stream comment from us? Did we say that? Brian didn't what? make the cut for the first six months? Yeah, because Marta asked if I was your third guest. Did he make the top ten? <laughs> hold on. I it thought was, Noonan. I thought I thought Noonan was too big for it. When I was doing the, the thing in Bloomington, I thought Noonan was too Stop big. It. I couldn't believe Gary said yes to it. Noonan can absolutely be my third guest. I, can I have pay for my I pay for my spot, Brian. You know that, right? I Venmo Craig twenty bucks every time on the show. You are a brokered <laughs> guest, and I'm not. You you know my my feelings on that. I'm just. Yeah. The other thing, no, I uh, I wrote Craig knows I wrote that as a joke. I thought I you would, I, I thought you would have seen the other one and. Yeah, I thought no, you would have seen wanted, Marta's comment and go with that one. I, I did. I thought it was ours, though, after I know I, I wanted to say that that's not true. I thought doing it was too big for me. That's what it please, was. Please, please. Get too big for this chair. I need an, a new office chair and a diet plan. Uh, so, yes. So, Craig, again, uh, we'll plug this uh, because this is first, next Thursday and Friday. And uh, things went really well. You did that whole week in Indianapolis because last time we were here we were plugging that you were on that week and that's why yes. you were getting up very very early so that's why you were not able to join yeah. us you had a yeah. big time early morning show how much does that, that is, do you like that, that is 
That yeah, sucks, right? Getting up that it's, early? Well, it's uh, six to nine Eastern, so it's five to eight for us here in Central Time. You got to be up earlier than that, of course, to prep a show. So I'm up very, very early. The missus is very annoyed when I first turn on the lights and stuff and get out of the bed. Um, I don't know. All things considered, man, you just kind of it, – it starts to flow once you're on the radio. You forget yeah. what time it is. You forget all that stuff. It's not fun to be up that early. I don't envy the people who do morning radio every day. Uh, How long did it take it. you to get back like into your regular schedule? Cause I know like doing overnights, you do it for a week and you just get used to it and then it'd be over. And then it took like another week to get back to your normal thing. Well, yeah. So as you're transitioning to what you're currently doing, I think I tanked the Monday and the Thursday show because I was <laughs> extra tired both those days. And then by Friday I was like, I got this, this is great. And I woke up all weekend that early in the morning <laughs> and I hated it. So it took me several days to fix it, Dunan. Oh man. And then, no. uh, so yeah, so afternoons, I always thought afternoons would be the best time slot. I love that time slot. Yeah. I, I, cause you feel less pressure to get to the news of the day. People have probably heard it and you feel a little bit more ability to have fun, uh, quicker. So that's going to be the concept of the show. You're going to hear news. You're going to hear what's going on, but we're going to, I'm it's going to be a very silly show too. Hopefully. More fun quicker might be your tagline. <laughs> All right, I'll go with that. My bumper sticker, have, the first one for the show. Use it, yeah. I, more fun, quicker. Yeah. Maybe your maybe your second guest will use it. Yeah. Ooh, there you go. I I uh, was also he's going to be by, stoned when he comes on. Uh, uh, I mean, still, you know, no red eye yet, no red eye yet. Um, no, I was uh, I was reminded of the um, brevity of morning show formats because, as Craig mentioned, I used to do a show every week, and you know, he had have like 20, 30 minutes to talk, and uh, I was on his show in Indianapolis briefly. And we went through like two or three things and then it was like, all right, gotta go. And I forgot that the <laughs> clocks are so like, oh, you've got yeah, like eight yeah. minutes and now it's time for yeah. traffic and stuff. So um, I still had a lot of fun, but uh, I'm looking forward to uh, having a little, a little bit more, a little bit more, you know, wiggle room in the afternoon yeah. stuff. Um, oh, it's amazing point. when you do those shows, even, even, and Craig, you'll attest to this too. Like you and I prep similarly. We always have a lot of stuff. And then yeah. you go into like a morning or afternoon that's tightly formatted. And you're like, holy, wait, wait, what? Huh? We're, I got 18 days worth of 18 yeah. days worth of show prep. But then you go, well, I can't use this all week because it's today. Well, no, so I, what's also funny, and you know, we're just inside baseballing this whole thing now. Uh, you get different producers if you work in different stuff. Allison is the name of the producer at Indy. She's incredible. Sent me a bunch of topics. And I had way too many of my own, Noonan, because we always <laughs> prep our own. So like we threw out. 45% of a show didn't use it at all. I could have gone another three hours. No problem. See, I never had a producer that did that for me, Craig. No, never. No. not one time. No. Nobody. That well, maybe when you, a part of the maybe show. when you produced for me. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Speaking of I booked news a guest oh, one time. I booked a guest one time. I think. Did you? No. Trying to he booked he booked me when he proposed or when there was some celebration. That's, I forget what the yeah. That's true. No, Brian booked you. Oh, did he? Oh, I booked you for the bachelor party show. Oh yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. No, yeah. Craig, you, you and I. Wait, Craig, after I proposed, you and I did a show together. I co-hosted. I do remember that. I do remember that now. <laughs> One of my two on-air shifts at WGN Radio. The other was a forty minutes co-hosting with Mark Carmen after like a game. Wow. Yeah, Did that our, come after our me? Uh, I think that? so, yeah. Ours was better. Your, yours and mine was way better. It was really good. Okay. Roger was I there have, for that. We have to go back to a previous uh, thing because Patrick comes through with a big joke. 
who is Craig itching to have on his show? That's well played. That's very well played. Probably the missus. Betty was a very popular person oh, on my right. uh, on my show in uh, Bloomington, so I think that I'll I'll I'm itching to have her on. I don't know. If oh yeah, okay you got to have a regular thing. Betty's bits. Yeah. Yes, that yeah, doesn't exactly. sound right. That I'm not going to do that no. segment ever. You know? <laughs> no, that was that. That's not what I meant, but it came no, no, out no. that way, and it's, it's like hmm, all right. It's fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, congrats. So again, Craig's new show premieres May 3rd. Uh, 1470 WMBD.com is the website, 3 to 6 p.m. daily. We will remind you, of course, next week and, and as it gets closer. And then, uh, you know, then when Craig is too big to come here, we'll still remind you that he's on the air. And then you can go listen to him there and uh, Never text him. That's well, listen, who knows? I, I wouldn't blame you. I'd be gone in a second from this nightmare. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. Are you stoned yet, Cody? No, I knew you were. How many fingers do I have up? Ask me that. Are we gonna Are Look, we gonna do the the news? Are yeah, we gonna talk let's, about the news. Okay, let's do that now. And then I have then okay. there's a very a story that is right up Cody's alley that I saw earlier. But just real quick, um, the Derek Chauvin verdict came out today in Minnesota. Uh, the jurors found him guilty on all three counts: uh, second and third degree murder and uh, second degree. Uh, second degree manslaughter. He faces up to 40 years in prison. Not see, I think, I think I can say it's not a surprise. He was convicted. I think in some communities and in some port parts of society, it was a, you know, people were holding their breath when, um, when the verdict was announced today, guilty on all three counts, uh, not much reaction from him. His eyes were darting around. Of course he had a mask on, but, um, you know, Personally, I'm very happy. This was this to me was as close to, and I'm no legal expert, but as close to an open and shut case as you can get. We had I a would, nine and a nine and a half minute video showing this crime. I would say a lot of the general public would assume the video was the entirety of the proof. However, the amount of people who testified against him, the police captains, the people who worked with him, the um absolute directness and the things they were saying and the the ways in which they confirmed what prosecution was saying made the case seem as though there could have been no other outcome. And I know that right. the defense threw a bunch of stuff out there, but but you had cop after cop take the stand and right. testify that what happened was wrong. And so it isn't, I don't think, a legally surprising outcome. I know a lot of people are wondering what the actual sentencing will be. Um, we can talk about that maybe when it happens, but yeah. you know, I, I saw that a lot of social media seems very happy today. Uh, with the announcement so far. Yeah, and you can, it, there, there's a difference. Like this is not, some people are saying this is justice and it's not really, it's not justice because justice would be the entire system uh, shifting and, and going in the right direction. This is accountability. This is uh, for a very, a not very common thing. A police officer was held accountable for a criminal action. And so people... People deserve to be excited about this uh, this verdict. Hopefully, it spurs things along, and it shows you, Craig, your point that the amount of police officers, and I think it was 10 or 12 cops, testified against him. That's a good sign. That's a sign sure. to me that that good cops are finally going to go, listen, we, this wall of silence thing is a load of crap. We got to, you know, we got to get rid of these guys because no, there can be no progress with fixing the system and trying to rebuild a relationship between the police and the public 
without accountability. So while this may not, in the whole scheme of things as we go forward, this may not change everything right away, it's one little step. And I think everything starts with one little step. And the fact that you saw cops, and I'm sure with the next three trials, there's going to be more cops who will testify. Um, so to me, to me, it is a day to a day to feel good and a day to feel that, you know what, something that we all saw and you didn't have to be a legal expert. You didn't have to be a police officer. You had to be yeah. a human being to look at this video and go, that's wrong. Yeah. I mean, I will say, and I don't want us to to fall too much in the rabbit hole and all this no. stuff, uh, but I do think the pressure that was put on this case and the the things that we believe it says about our society is unfair and will be unfair in every case moving forward. No matter what the outcome is on any of these cases, I think our society is going to determine, you know, how far along we've come in race relations via way different, um, you know, changes or whatever to our society than individual court cases. A man was convicted of a crime he committed. To me, yes. that was the beginning and end of what I know that the public interest in it was for specific reasons. But every time we see one of these cases pop up and there's a whole lot of cops who do their job exceptionally well, of uh, I have no personal problem uh, with police officers. So like, I'm not building a different relationship uh, with them, but I understand if some communities feel differently and by trying to find the, the solves in those problems is complex, which is difficult yes. for the internet also to handle any complex oh, topic. <laughs> <laughs> it is, Listen, it's tough. You know you what the internet could agree on? The internet yeah. could agree that Cody's baby was cute. And even then, yeah. there's going to be some people on the internet who are going to go, eh, "I've seen better babies." So, <laughs> so your point is your point is accurate. And yeah. to your to your to your thing, yeah, you and I have a different relationship with the police than some communities, and that, yeah, you know, that's that's part of the problem. But the other thing is your comment that there's a lot of good cops doing the right thing is absolutely correct. And the part of the problem is that we're all divided. We we've been made to feel that we have to pick teams. Yeah. So there was really, it was very hard to not be on the side of looking at this video and going, that is wrong. But it's yeah. also, if you, the danger, and I think this is kind of what you were alluding to, and correct me if I'm wrong, the danger is that now we look at all police-involved cases the same way, and they're not all the same. Well, and, and even, even to start to decide what the police officer in your own community thinks or believes based on what you see a police officer somewhere else in the country do, I worry about that stuff. Right. And I just wanted to contrast two different things. I know that we had the trial of Derek Chauvin and we had a lot of people in social media saying, you know, policing in our country needs to improve this way or that way. We also, unfortunately, and this is not, you know, um, I, I don't know, we unfortunately also saw a couple mass shootings occur in the last couple of weeks. And my brain immediately connected to watching police officer after police officer get out of vehicle and run toward gunfire to protect our society. It's dangerous to start to say that, that cops are good or bad and right. to, to lump them all into the same category because that job is, is so tremendously difficult. And there's so many times we see it way too often that, that hero after hero runs into a, a place that I, we would be running from to save lives. I don't want to vilify that profession. Well, no, that's I was reminded. I was reminded how important it was by seeing those actions of cops when you have horrific shootings in Indy or wherever they're happening. Um, because obviously the moment that we, if, and none of us have obviously experienced anything that horrible, you dial 911 and you ask for a cop to save your life. 
And that happened several times as well in the last couple of right. Well, and, and so you you basically made my point where I'm saying we're we're being told by some some parts of the media and other people that if you if you back cops at all, then you're backing the bad behavior. You can Correct. you can support the police like you just said, but you can also look at the Chauvin video and go, that was murder. You can also sure. say, okay, there are problems in the system of policing that need to be addressed. We sure. can't throw, we can't throw away everything. All it's like one bad apple. The, you don't throw the whole the whole thing away. Now, Correct. granted, that's not it, and I'm not making an excuse saying that. There, there are changes that need to be made, but we need to we need to be careful to look at look at it. Not always at case by case with the bigger picture in mind to say yes. this case that that officer was a hundred percent wrong. And does it go to training? Does it go to systematic racism? Does it go to that? Okay, one, we get rid of that guy or woman, and then we drill down on what changes do we need to make, and we have to look at the bigger picture. But you can't you can be both, you can. Yeah support the police but want them to do things the correct way you know sure. so sure. and that's that's i think uh i that was my that was one of my big takeaways today is like we got to be we got to be careful because now there's been tragically just in the last couple of weeks some other cases and you have to look at each one of those cases differently because none of them none of them meet the same uh, fall into the same parameters None of them have the same situations or the same officers or the off officer's records are not the same. So yeah. we have to, while we're fixing the big picture, we have to make sure we're not throwing every little detail into the same bucket. Sure. I totally agree. So there you go. That's all. And that's, as Forrest Gump said, <laughs> that's all I got to say about that. Well said. Quick note. Did any of you see what the Las Vegas Raiders tweeted? No. All, I did not, but I did see a lot of professional teams on Twitter. I, I also want to say I'm thrilled that this – I hope this happens more often in the show. You update us on what the Las Vegas Raiders tweet. Yeah. Can it be yeah. Can it be a thing? Yeah. I don't know. This, this might actually offend people watching, but I am going to show it to you because the Las Vegas Raiders tweeted it, and I'm bringing it up because I think it's relevant, and you may see something in the news over the next few days being like, what did the what did the Las Vegas Raiders tweet? Why was it so upsetting? They sent this at 6:30 p.m. And here is the tweet. That's not gonna work. It's a little no blurry. Idea. It's oh, literally no. just a it's I a black it's a black oh, graphic no. and it just says I can breathe for 2021. Oh boy. So the Las Vegas Raiders official social media manager, like official team, official account of the NFL tweeted that so um at my first glance i'm like oh it's like a sigh of relief that the verdict was like just but uh on second thought once you understand where that phrase comes from that's a <laughs> little uh that's bad a lot of everyone on every single person on twitter is extremely upset about this uh, well, many in the can I, can I react you can, can I imagine. react to this and can I react to this in an odd way um I don't want to necessarily I obviously it's terrible uh what's interesting <laughs> about social media what's interesting about social media it's always for the most part like a, a kid 
It's like mm-hmm. a college kid who's running the, the account. So you yes. say the Raiders said this terrible thing. They didn't collect all of Raiders management together and collectively like <laughs> say that out loud. And then that's why they tweeted it. Somebody who's in charge of that social media account put that out there, probably with very few checks and balances. <laughs> uh, Craig, yeah. Craig. And they'll be someone, unemployed tomorrow. I, they're have, fired. I have worked as a social media coordinator at a marketing agency with several different clients and as a social media manager for global firms. So I have a lot of insight into the checks and balances. Now, at some of my past companies, you're correct. I was the be all end all. I drafted tweets, I sent the tweets. That was kind of the end of the story because I was trusted. The LA Raiders, uh, there's a lot of speculation that communications departments approve this because it's political. And there's a good chance that the PR and digital team approved it. I will tell you, we had a assignment for P&G, Procter & Gamble, through my marketing agency. And in order for us to get one tweet sent for a campaign uh, promoting head and shoulders with Troy Palomanu, the football player, it would take three weeks because it would actually have to go through like four different teams at PNG, including legal, and then go back to their social team, then go back to us with updates, and then we'd have to send me, it back out. On. So let it, me, it, let me it depends. I got more questions now, Cody. So this is a breaking news story that technically they didn't know what way it was going to go. Are you saying that a social media you know, strategy for a company would be to have two tweets, one available if the verdict was one thing, one available if the verdict was the other thing. Both of those go through the change mm-hmm. to be approved. And this one's approved because news breaks and Twitter reacts to breaking news. Big mm-hmm. companies react to breaking news. There's no way that you can have weeks of planning for breaking news. There, well, well for this, is. they could because they knew there was going to be a verdict at some point. Okay, they, in they, some scenarios, yes. Yeah. And they and could this, have. This they could. They've had 16,000, oh, oh, 16,500 comments on this, 42,500 retweets, and 11,000 likes on this tweet. How many comments did you say? 16.6,000. Okay. So let me tell you about a social media thing that is not insider knowledge. Uh, so great points, Craig, actually. Uh, I should also mention that. Like, th- yeah. those are good points. There, there is oh, a thank chance. You. Oh, thank you. It was like <laughs> one dude asking his boss, can I do this? But there is a chance. There is a chance. Um, with a team this big, especially with NFL teams, and the reason why is because contracts, um, like certain players will be beholden to certain like products. And there's just a lot more like legalese that goes with all, yeah. all of like NFL related stuff in my experience. So I don't know. But, you know, but what I want to point out uh, that Brian mentioned is 11,000 likes and 16,000 comments on Twitter and on social media in general. And this applies to everyone. And all of you watching, this is a thing you can keep an eye out for. Um, there's a thing called getting ratioed. And getting ratioed is my favorite social media term. And it's when oh. far oh. fewer people like something than comments. Because what that indicates is that people are angry at you and you did something wrong and they're commenting to tell you you're bad more often than they're liking your stuff. And there are some epic ratios. Like I'll retweet a ratioed tweet just to show people and be like, hey, look at this idiot. They got like 400 likes and 19,000 angry comments. Uh, and I think it's hilarious when it happens. So uh, the Raiders got ratioed, not horribly, but uh, generally on social media, you'll off, you'll usually see more likes than comments. So anytime can, they're even close is a can, big deal. And yeah. Can we change the name of the podcast to Ratios May Vary? Can we get rid of the <laughs> realities? I, sure. Yeah. I had no idea this was a thing. Our Not ratios yet. may vary. Not I high. may be ratioed. Yeah, Cody, text, text. 
been doing a lot of stoner tech news tonight. I like it. I'm, I was, I'm all over the captions tonight, boys. I, I came in, I preloaded some and now I, you know, go into town because I'm in, I'm in my little broadcast, uh, uh, emporium now got a new ring light. I got huh. two monitors going. I got the whole, uh, audio setup that Craig helped me set up. I've been you doing a ring light. Oh, I got two ring lights. I got a little one and now I just got a new one. Uh, Does big it vibrate? One. It uh, it goes very bright as you can see. It changes wow. uh, changes color. Yeah. So, well, because I had to do I I'm doing this other thing. I got a green screen that I didn't put up tonight. Uh, I had to do an audition with the green screen. Oh, it's you know my own little broadcast center. So that's that. But uh, yeah, all right, Cody. So I can't I can't believe you have a green screen. I was waiting for Cody to react to that. You you have a green screen in the home for any well, use, whatever a, you need it. Sure, I have a big pop up green screen with a tripod and the the big uh, you know that the big is, monster big monster that clips is that hold so it on there. Tech savvy. Noonan has changed during the quarantine. I, that is incredible. I'll tell you, as I started thinking the other day, um, yes, and the audio <laughs> part started. The audio part started because of you. Uh, Craig, with uh, teaching me about clean feed and helping me set up the good uh, audio setup so we could do this. And then I went with a new camera. Uh, I think that was Cody's uh, Cody's thing, so I, I learned about the camera. Then uh, I started doing this other thing, and I had to get a second monitor, and I had to learn all these different apps and all this different uh, software. And I got the green screen, and I had to measure with my camera angle and figure that all out. And now I'm working with a, you know, then the other day I was doing this audition. I was like, how am I going to do it by myself? I don't have anybody to hold it. I said, wait a minute. I downloaded some software for my webcam so I can do zooms and all kinds of things on my own with the, uh, with the camera. And, uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> so I'm doing, I'm, I'm learning. And then I'm, I taught last week and I had to use zoom and seesaw and class kick <laughs> to, to, rem yeah, I got to teach the kids remotely. Plus, so I'm sending them to break rooms. I'm view viewing their assignments in real time, and I'm answering questions, and I'm going and sharing screen. I, oh yeah, now I'm all, I'm all techy. Scary. It's amazing. I'm just impressed. I I want to applaud be. you for that. Yeah, no, well, I'm an old man. I learned some things, and I'm not Craig, even stoned. And there's my tech news. Craig, he's always been pretty tech savvy. I'll be. I'll get. Worked with you for a long time, Brian. You've always. You know how to operate things. I mean, you know you just the sheer fact that you know your way around a board and a studio and mini disc players puts you a cut above certain other hosts I've worked with. You know, I'm sorry. We we now have a bumper sticker for Noonan too. I know how to operate things. The Brian you know Noonan show. Yeah. As Sade as Sade said, I am a smooth operator. Ooh. <laughs> no need to ask. I'll tell you, I am a smooth operator. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you told me that you had a story for me. Yeah, this is this is big news, and it uh, it it kills me to even report on this because uh, it plays into one of your well, one of your character flaws. Uh, because if <laughs> if you remember, and I don't know how much this will mean to Craig, who is not really a beer guy, uh, and is disappointing us all because he doesn't have a giant beverage tonight. Mm. Usually, oh, I do. Would, do you want me to go get one? And it's a fancy beer. I have a fancy beer beverage. Oh yeah. Go get it. Okay, We'd love right, to I'll see be back. It. I'll be back. Talk amongst yourselves. All right. Yeah, we will. Yes. So this is gonna this is gonna play into your thing, um, but it is. Yeah, I I have going back to the uh, going back to the ring light. I had the little one that you suggested that just sat on top. But then I'm doing this. Um, 
I picked up I picked up another side hustle. I have two. I don't have a main hustle, but I have a lot of side hustles. So I'm doing this trivia hosting thing, and I was doing one the other night, and all the lights in my room that I've made into my broadcast center have like a yellow tint to them. Mm -hmm. So it looked kind of weird when I was there. Yeah. You know, the green screen, the background do. looked great. But so I went with the. I got this. Uh, I got this ring light. I have to experiment with what setting of color to use for it. Yeah, I just turned all my lights yellow, so I can change mine from one to three thousand kilohertz. And so this is yellow lighting, but if I turn it uh, white, I can turn it ice cold, and this yeah. is the white lighting. So okay, yeah, I've got a couple different, a uh, couple different white. Now this is like the ice one, but then it, this one glares off my glasses. There's the yellow that almost looks like a. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Um, I don't know. Sorry, I actually had to out. stick my head over there for one second because my Hoff was looking for uh, one of the baby's accessories. He's very attached to his pacifier. He's very what? Very attached to his pacifier. All, all babies are. Do you call it a pacifier? Yeah. Look at you using clinical terminology. I usually say, well, I used to say binky, but. Binky. That's what we go yeah. with, binky. Hi, Greg. Mm -hmm. yeah. that's, a real, that's a real thing. A binky? Says, yeah. yeah. Everybody pacifier says. is the only word. No, no, I've never heard. No, dude, no. Brian Binky. Everybody dude, says, "Well, no. one, you don't have one. You don't have a baby. Two, yeah. what do you got? He does have a hobo goblin, hobgoblin IPA. Hobgoblin Let's IPA. Go, dude. Wow, who makes that? Who brews that? Who brews the uh, Witchy Wood Brewing? Witchy wow, Wood. holy yeah, they're cow! They're in the UK. They're in the UK. Nice. You are Thank very you. international with your Thank beverage you. choice tonight. I know. Good for uh, you. I know. Brian, the best Brad. part of having the pacifier slash binky, whatever you want to call it, binky. is, that, is that now if my wife and I take a night off to go to a rave and we're dropping some E, we can suck on. All right. So here's the joke. If I'm not there, white, white. Dude, you keep showing us the whites of your eyes, but when you do edibles, do your eyes turn red? Or is that just smoking? I think you're no. you're, you're taking us down a path. It's edibles. Look, when people go to uh, EDM shows, they'll do Molly or Ecstasy, whatever you want to call it, and well, then duh. they get uh, yeah lit, and then they often will suck on, they'll chew gum, or they'll suck on a pacifier. So you'll see a lot of grown adults. They're usually 20, but grown technically grown adults sucking on pacifiers at EDM shows. It's a good time. Because they're rolling, Cody. That's the, uh, that's the term the kids like to use. They're rolling on the Molly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Cindy, I am in a closet, by the way. Sorry, answering a question from I am in a closet. That is accurate. Wow. Is there something you want to share with everybody? It's to get a better audio. People do this on the television. They get in their closet. They, I've I don't, noticed I'm, in microphone. I'm in a closet. Craig is using uh, his newfangled earbuds, his ear, his ear jobbers. He sounds good. Air, that sounds air, AirPods. AirPods, yeah. That's the the microphone quality is phenomenal. I know. That's what I read was the value of these things because the headphone quality is not as great. <laughs> oh, you can't hear us. That's probably good. I like that you're drinking your <laughs> giant fancy beer out of a bottle. Yeah. Well, put, you know, that's how bag. I roll. That is how you roll. Now I feel uh, like I got to go downstairs and get nice. a cuvee de gras. Did you hear about that, Brian? No, I, I mean, know what it is, but no. Is there news? What's going on? No, oh, deep, this was the, the new, uh, this was just released oh from uh, Revolution the other day. Re Revolution Deepwood. I, I drove into the city to get two four packs of it. Really? 
Yeah. Well, I you actually you didn't them. call me. You didn't. Uh, you had to drive right past my house. Actually, come. Did I? Pretty close. Oh, actually, no. I was officially going to invite both of you today, right now, in the quarantine cast because it's on my calendar. I literally have a calendar event for Saturday that says invite Brian and Craig and company over. So this Saturday, I, if you're, I haven't you're not been, been, I haven't been vaccinated yet. Well, and I, I have, have. A, I have my niece's first communion. This my goddaughter's first communion Saturday. So I'm Saturday, out. no. All right, we'll invite you both over some other time. And Craig, work on those vaccines. But so the CDC's official guidelines is that you can have small gatherings uh, as long if everyone is vaccinated, even if they're in the household of like unvaccinated people that are not high risk. So Brian, since Brian and I are vaccinated, and my wife. We could all technically hang out with you being the one unvaccinated person. And the CDC says that's totally fine. It says it on their guidelines. And I know this because I might be scheduling a barbecue next month. So last night I spent an hour on the CDC's website. Now, let me ask you, you this, Cody. If we cough and spit it, Craig, is he still safe? <laughs> uh, unless we, well, it depends on where on his body we're doing these things. And no, no. Right for no. the pie hole. I arc it up right to right to the pie hole. <laughs> Lean back, watch it arc in the sunlight, and kerplunk. Can we just so do they call like it, a topic? You, can we do de triumph? Because you're triumphing over it. Can what we topic, do a topic would you recap? No, I just want to do a topic recap. Oh, okay, of the go ahead. We discussed in the show today. We talked about whether or not Cody and I have been waxed. We talked about where you'd spit on me. These are things that have come up on the show. Just want to make, and we saw Cody's oh, baby. We saw mm -hmm. a cute baby. Yeah, that's a right. thing that happened. And we went into an in-depth uh, news of the day topic. <laughs> I did not come into the show assuming it would be discussed. Where would we spit on Craig? Well, I didn't I either. I didn't either. I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not I'm, planning. I'm glad first of I all, know, though. I'm not planning on spitting on you. I'm <laughs> testing Cody's knowledge of CDC <laughs> guidelines after he claims right. that he did exhaustive research to find yeah. out if we could all gather. Yeah. At the same time, if you were to spit on me, it would be directly into my mouth. It is something yeah. that I now know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would I waste it on your shirt? I don't know. I, I booked know us I a room. At, I booked us all a room at Sybaris just to get this all worked <laughs> out. I read on TripAdvisor. I like that you're worried about the fact that I have that much accuracy with my spittle. I, that I could expectorate I with that kind of accuracy. I appreciate it. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I, I love that I know that answer. If anybody ever asked me, like, what's something interesting you know about Brian Noonan? He would spit in my mouth. Right, and in a non-sexual way, just to be clear, if we can clarify. <laughs> right. Still going to Sybaris, but not just the Downers Grove locations, because I read bad things about that one on TripAdvisor. Is that the one you went to, Craig? I don't think so. Okay. Did you go to a Sybaris one time? Yeah, or we many times. Once I did it once and I did it because I didn't know what it was. Cause I'm not from Illinois. I didn't grow up on the commercials that show it for B. I heard that there was a cool hotel where you had a pool in your room and that's not all it is. They uh -uh. did a bad job of explaining that to me. Yeah. No. And pool is pool is a loose term for a no. biological, biological cesspool. Okay. Allegedly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Disgusting pool in your room. Right. Yeah. There, there's a cement hole that has water in it. But <laughs> it's also it's also a cauldron of uh, a cauldron of fluid that is mixed with that chlorinated water. 
Is there one in Arlington Heights? I believe that's where I went. If there is one there. I don't I know no, there's, there's an one. off-brand one in Orland Park that's nope. n- or it used to be there. It's not it wasn't there was it's a Silverus in Frankfurt. Yeah. On nope. uh, Route 30. Silverus are in Frankfurt, Downers Grove, Northbrook, and there's one in Indiana and then I think it must have been Northbrook then. I don't know why I thought it was Arlington Heights. Wow. I have never I have never been to one. Um, yeah, I have. I brought the you know. I can take care of business at a Motel 6. It don't matter. I don't need a fancy swing. I don't need to dress up like some medieval <laughs> druid to, uh, you know, to handle my business. Right. right and the Orland, Park, the, uh, the Orland Park one is called Essence Suites. Oh, hello. Yeah, there's Not another off-brand one in another suburb, but I don't remember the name of that one. I did some Googling. I did An some off-brand Googling. love hotel? Off-brand love hotel, yeah. That's what I would call my off-brand love hotel. And every room would have a bucket and a squeegee for your own uh, personal cleanup. To respond to Gene, I think that's the bar we set for every show. We want you to learn things about us. We're not sure if we want you to share them with other people. Right. That's, that's the bar we set here. Craig is absolutely right. You have it in your quiver in case you need to pull it out at a party. That's what she said. But uh, you get arrested for that. Actually, speaking of parties... Do you know what line? All right. My wife asked me to pick her up from work today, and I did. And uh, it's because she had imbibed a little, and, and they were having a work party to celebrate someone going off. So she'd had a beer. She's like, I don't want to bike home. Come pick me up. Makes sense. So I show up, and they're all kind of partying or whatever. And she says, you know, hi, this is my husband, Cody. Introduce him. And I'm talking to this guy, and I don't know him. I don't have anything to talk about. And Craig, he says something about his son, and then he talks about his dog. And I say, oh, what's your dog's name? And he goes, Violet. And I go, oh, does Violet have a middle name? And Craig, he was immediately so animated. He was like, no, but the I wish the dog did have a middle name because when I want to yell at the dog, I wish the dog had a middle name. And I'm saying this, you don't know, the listener doesn't know, Craig one of Craig's hot button questions is should dogs have middle names? And he's done video segments about it. Absolutely, and they're amazing. They should not. They're they should amazing. absolutely not have middle names. And that Craig is, they're, and- not, they're not people. I love dogs. I love them. They're <laughs> not human people. They're not. I, I cragged I cragged and got to know one of my wife's coworkers and it went great. And I'm going to steal awesome. more lines from you because you've awesome. just got the best. I, I, I can't resist. I, I tried so hard to let you finish that whole story. You threw something out there in the middle of it, though, that made me so curious. Casey bikes to work every day. You you make her bike. You don't even go to work. You're, you're working from home. There's a car that sits in the driveway, and your wife has to bike to work every This is insanity. Why are we point, reacting to this? Point of clarity, you're asking this of a man who, while his wife was in labor, was very upset that he didn't get coffee. <laughs> So oh boy. the fact there that he is. needs to keep a car in the driveway just in case uh-huh, yeah. he gets a hankering to drive to the dispensary <laughs> for more gummies, I don't know why you're surprised. I, I understand your that shock, is, but not with Brian. him. That is a surreal moment when she oh, she biked to work and couldn't bike home drunk. What is going on? Well, one, we know that uh, Cody's wife likes to, she's uh, physically active. And I don't think, I mean, I don't think she's working in Joliet. So I'm guessing it's not a far ride to work, but it's maybe it is. A minute drive. It's a two minute drive. It takes her less than 10 minutes on the bike. 
Now it was snowing today and it's snow going to snow tomorrow. Are you going to make a rider bike in the snow again tomorrow? You know, she complained about how it snowed this morning, but didn't say, uh, dude, the car's there. She has a set of keys. I don't lock them. I'm not a dictator of this home. Like she, she has her own car keys. She knows where mine are. She can take the car. Maybe she just wants the validation that she doesn't have to bike to work in the snow. Maybe she wants you to say when she's complaining about the weather, oh, honey, take the car. Or I'll drive you. I'll drive you tomorrow. How about that, sweetie pie? She's an independent woman who don't need no man, and I am not waking up and getting my baby and putting my baby in the car seat at 5.30 in the morning every day to drive her literally a minute and a half away from here when she could just take the car to work because I don't need it. This is not my decision. I don't know. What uh, if, no, you got to have the car. What if something happens with the baby? What? Yeah. Yeah, you got to have the nothing's car. Nothing's going to happen. I'm five minutes away. I'm three blocks from the fire department. All right. How fast they got can you run with a baby strapped to you? Uh, they can come to us pretty <laughs> fast. Can and, we, do uh, you have to answer that question as a parent? Is there a day where you got to strap the baby and run just as a test? I think every every parent has tried it just to see, just okay. in case, for future reference. Yeah. You know, I still I'll strap pass. Molly to my back every once in a while and try to get her to the <laughs> try to get her to the uh, the fire department. Usually, I make prime, it. Noonan. Two what steps and I dropped. Speed? Top speed. Uh, I'm trying to remember. When she was a baby, we lived uh, a little ways from the fire department. Took me about uh, six minutes, but I've always been heavy and a bad runner. So, <laughs> but then as she grew, the time got, the time became yeah. cumbersome. Let's be honest. Yeah. It, you know, an hour and a half, they'd probably be at oh. the house sooner. Actually, that just made me think of something. I had an embarrassing moment happen with a couple of my nieces, and I wanted to share it with you guys and see if you agree. Um, so we were jumping on a trampoline, me and a bunch of kids, and they wanted me to start throwing them in the air. This is a ah. common thing, right? Adult person, throw child into air. Um, I think we all do that. From No? Am I alone? Again, Have a I pool. lost everybody? In a pool, I, I've done it. It's, I, I, they bounce. It seems fine. On the tra- I throw my kid I throw my baby of- all the time, and he loves it. Was it a surrounded trampoline? Yeah, it's got the net. It had the okay. net around it. All right. But well, so, okay. So yeah. The littlest niece came up to me and goes, hey, throw me. And I was like, yeah, sure. And like the distance was good. Everything seemed okay. And then a, a bigger child asked me and I threw her and it wasn't as great. And then a, an older child came up and I threw. And there was a moment where like there was no levitation. No, it seemed like no joy was provided to the child. And I immediately was embarrassed and scanned the room of adults. Like, well, Craig can't throw all the kids that high. I felt like I failed. Is this a moment uh-huh. that you've ever experienced? I need to practice throwing children with more more force, I guess. You might want to reconsider that sentence. <laughs> you know, Craig, I live within 500 feet of a school, so you can't you I do want you to be able to visit me. You are yeah. you were invited for this Friday, even though I and everyone's busy apparently. But it was Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Cheech. Or are you Chong? Um, I'm not. I'm look at me. Why not? Have, have you ever had an embarrassing moment where physically you were incapable of doing something around a child and it made you feel very embarrassed? <laughs> Is that ever like a basketball? <laughs> anything? Any activity? My entire life. Uh, okay. Everything. Yeah. I had a really disappointing moment. I want to hit the gym. Well, how big? How big was, now, was the third child? Like 14? What was? No, no. She's. I think she's nine. So it's not, she's not, you know, the the first one is only like four. So like, it's very easy to throw a four-year-old. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> the nine-year-old was tough. Wow. All right. Well, 
No, no, nine. No, it's you fine. Don't weigh in. Let's move you shouldn't on. be tossing nine-year-olds. Why? I don't know. Nine, they're old you? enough. They're old enough to jump off the roof and go through a a table in a uh, tables, ladders, and chairs match, backyard wrestling. Come on. Maybe the kids wanted me to throw them. Oh, I I'm not, not saying you were wrong to try to throw them. The kids, makes, they do the, they yes. do the thing. They're like, throw me, and I'm like, no. all right. Listen, you're not being attacked. What you did was fine. I'm saying, you know, you see, you see some giant nine year old rolling up on you. You go, hey, you know, <laughs> Uncle Craig, Uncle Craig can't really lift that much. You know, yeah, I got Uncle you. Craig. I actually, so I actually, unironically, know someone who is very good at throwing. And that people? sounds silly. <laughs> At, yes, people. And I, okay. I know that sounds silly, but they they may make they may make an appearance on tonight's podcast. Uh, and I cannot say more than that right now. Okay. It's not the right time, but wow. just I just need Somebody to let throws people. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be watching for that. That's exciting. I know. I don't know. I'm excited. So what now? For all the first of all, the other adults. Need to shut up because they weren't in the trampoline bouncing around they, having they fun. They didn't. They didn't say words. The judgment on their faces, though, when I wasn't capable of throwing the third child in the air, like it, I felt it. I felt, and it was an odd set of circumstances because, as you both pointed out, it's not really great to throw children in general. So, like, I felt like I failed at a thing I shouldn't have been doing. You know what I mean? Which added a layer of disappointment when I realized I probably shouldn't have even been on the trampoline throwing children in general. I don't think that's right. I think you're All fine right. to be on the trampoline throwing children. You know, <laughs> you're not throwing. If you were throwing them out of the trampoline, like over the netting, then yeah. yeah. If you're giving them a little toss and they're right. bouncing yeah. around, that's all. That's all fun and games. How what? do you think the guy at Planet Fitness will take it when he asks me what my fitness goals are and I say to throw the nine-year-old higher in the air? How is he's that worth? Well, one worse. is pl it's Planet Fitness. And he's going to go, all right, we'll work on the traps and the uh, the shoulders and the biceps. Uh, how do you like purple? I like it just fine. Yeah, I'm pretty um, happy with it. And the yeah, pizza so, but Cody's right. They've heard worse. Yeah. You know, you're not what going you in for say, white Cody? boy summer trying no. to get all toned up. Mm -mm. So you'll be fine. Sally, White, the dwarf throwing in Australia. Oh, there was, there was, remember there was a period of time, you guys might be too young, where bars all over had dwarf throwing contests. It was no. like a thing. Yes. Bars uh, all over, all over the country. They did dwarf throwing in like the seventies. That sounds very seventies. No, it's like nineties. Oh, oh, before you early nineties. Yeah, before you were old enough to go to bars. Uh, yeah, they did yeah. dwarf throwing. There was famously there was a bar in Milwaukee called Nacho Mamas, and I'm not making this up. That had a little person who walked around with a giant sombrero that had chips and dip in it, and that was his job. I'm, I'm not, I, I'm so thankfully times change, but no, I, I, you're, you're touching on this topic. I'm in a Facebook group of radio people. Um, and they every so often put up a post of like an old radio competition and how they missed the old days. And they're almost always utterly inappropriate oh, by yeah. today's standard radio. Like it's insane. Every single medium had almost no rules at certain points in our society. <laughs> I gotta get, a, I gotta get in that group. Really? In, yeah, I can invite you. I'll sure. Invite you. Oh, yeah. It's I don't want to get in that group, and I'm not even a radio person. <laughs> you were. I was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If it's for if it's for old washed-up radio people, then sign me <laughs> up. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, you're as stoned <laughs> as a 70s top 40, Jock. You, I don't know that that's true because the <laughs> caption didn't change. You know oh. what I'm happy about is that Cody lived our podcast name during this episode. His realities yes. varied during the show. And continue to. Right. So, Cody, here was, the, here was the story where I thought of you because uh, last summer you were drinking some sort of horrible natty ice, some crazy, and you, you had it Natter for day. parties. Natterday. And explain what that was because Craig is shaking his head, which you should, Craig. You should explain what it is. I'll get one. No, did you? Okay, but just tell us. Okay. I know where your beer fridge no, hold is. Hold on, hold on. Do get a, a yeah. Natter Day if you're willing to shotgun it on the show. Ooh, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want you to get it if you won't shotgun it. If you I will shotgun it. it, go get it. It, it is a it. natural light. The cheap beer brand. They make a uh, essentially a pink lemonade flavored light beer. Right. Well, now Natty Light is moving beyond beer into spiked ice pops and flavored vodka. So now you'll be able to get a freeze pop that is Natterday's frozen icicles, strawberry lemonade, and pineapple lemonade. So now you can take your son on a walk and look like you're just having a popsicle when, in fact, you are getting hammered while having childcare. And you are the only person that I can think that this, when I saw this story, there's nobody else I knew who would care about this at all. Except you're the only one I know who drinks Natterdays. I am. Wait a minute. Hold revved on. Did, is, this, is this a regular thing? Do you drink Natterdays often? Is this actually one of your favorite things to do? I think it might be time for a tour. No, I'm not going to do that. Uh, yeah, I have a, for a tour. Tour. I have a, no. Tour. Tour. No. Tour. tour. Bring tour. it to the person who throws people. Yes. Get us to a throwing person on a tour and then go in and yeah. we'll freak out your baby while he sleeps. Oh, we'll do some AMSR on him. And then shotgun the Natterdays. <laughs> and then we'll shotgun Natterdays. I have a drawer full of Natterdays. Like you know the bottom. True. I'm going to Cody's party now because we're shotgunning Natterdays at it. That's fine. I'll, I'll be big. there. I just can't. I just can't do it. Hello, Carol. Carol just got off work, tuned into the show. Oh, you've missed a lot, Carol. I'm not going to lie to you. You've missed. You uh, things have been going. Mm -hmm. You missed our new name too. There it is. Yeah, we'll put it back up because we all know and that if, Cody is still. If you listen to the podcast, you'll find out where Brian would spit on me. So just right. uh, check that out. Yeah. It's one of the main things we learned. We saw Cody's baby. We learned that Craig has a brand new show coming yeah. up May 3rd on WMBD in Peoria. Mm -hmm. Three to six. Oh, Bill Nye's on my show tomorrow. That's cool. What? So wow. people should check out Cody yeah. and the Curiosity Daily Podcast. <laughs> that that was smooth come on come on that was, fellas that was that was thank you now we, gotta, now put up the green screen. we did a special interview for earth day so he'll be on actually tomorrow talking about mars and then thursday i'll talk about earth day and then friday he talks about science i love your video by the way brian you got some good videos on the high hose oh i, f I fell behind did you invite oh. craig to high ho yeah but he doesn't really do work ego? i invited him to the clubhouse too that's a nightmare. Oh my god! I'm on Clubhouse. I'm on it. Oh, it's such a nightmare. I want to talk. I joined. To you on I joined Frank Talk yesterday. What is Frank Talk? Mm -hmm. Is it a hot Are you, dog? Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Are you talking about the thing with the my pillow guy? Mm -hmm. Oh what? my god! No, wait, I didn't. There's... But it was yeah. He went. Out, he was doing like a 48 hour live stream. Mike Lindell. Yeah, streamathon. So 
Uh, I, as you I can imagine, scream. I said screamathon. It he could be the camera. And as you can imagine, it did not go. Uh, it did not go well. Yeah, uh, he was getting That's prank called. At one point, he took a call that he thought was the the president. Surprise! It was not the uh, it was not the former president. Uh, but yeah, he he everybody was attacked. It was crazy. I'm looking know, on I mean, the app store. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know where it is. <laughs> Just a Frank website. Talk. I think it's a website. Yeah. Ah, oh, is it a Frank Talk website? I I don't know. Yeah. But um, anyway. And- yeah, on top of everything else, uh, we haven't even gotten a douche canoe reference from Mike yet. So, oh, wow. No, he had a butt stubble, though, or nard stubble, or whatever he said earlier. So I'm just saying we haven't peaked yet. We have not. I certainly haven't peaked yet. Um, also, in honor of uh, 420, you were asking about strands oh. before, everybody. A lot of celebs getting into the weed business, the cannabis business. Urkel. Purple Urkel. Purple Urkel. Jaleel White is launching his own cannabis brand called Purple Urkel. Purple Urkel. Uh, project comes after 20 years of hearing about his fictional TV character displayed on cannabis products. Uh, he wrote on the new brand's website that he met his eventual business partner on a flight to Oakland. So he said he hopes to debunk stereotypes associated with cannabis and celebrate its medical breakthroughs. Quote, Burrowing my way into an industry not known for diversity <laughs> or inclusion has been both challenging and rewarding. End quote. Did I smoke that, <laughs> Urkel? So yeah, okay. purple Urkel's a thing. Who yeah. saves audio, Cody? Can you say? Can we save that? Can a listener? Did I smoke that in the Urkel voice? Have to come back. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's Jaleel. He's got his weed now. Cody, are you are you swayed by celebrity brands? I, I mean, that sounds fun. You smoke any of the Jim Belushi weed? Uh, no. I think I've had Jack Herrer. That's that a huge Jack one. A? I don't even know who, I don't know who Jack Herrer. No, it's, it's definitely Jack Herrer. Oh, he was an American author. Um, oh, like yeah, Jack Kerouac. A, I guess, are you, yeah. Are you talking about Jack Kerouac? No, Jack Herrer. H-E-R-E-R. Hi, 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 hi. Yeah, Jack Herrer is a is a uh-huh. really well known strain. Uh, it was created in the mid '90s in the Netherlands. Um, so yeah, named after mm. Jack Lair. Hair, sorry, Jack Herrer. McNeil Lair. <laughs> you smoke some of it. You start just shouting at people. Uh, oh, he was a legendary cannabis activist and author of the 1985 book "The Emperor Wears No Clothes." course he doesn't oh oh interesting now i yeah. know who that is huh uh this creation won nine first place high times cannabis cup awards which exists and is a frequently used parent strain for new hybrids wow so it's a its lineage remains unconfirmed but it's generally thought to be a complex hybrid of northern lights number five northern lights is another uh good one Shiva skunk, I haven't had, and haze, also new to me because I've never smoked marijuana or ingested any nope. drugs. Not yeah. if you check the beginning of this video, you yeah. cannot see that happen. Um, <laughs> can I ask you guys? Can I, can I throw another question out there? Please, I I, I love your conversation starters. Okay, because I'm just um, waiting for Cody to have a complete I, mental breakdown. I, <laughs> 
It's going to happen. I got a new job, as we've talked about already. And because of that, I connected with several people uh, from past gigs. I, I reached out to some people that were going to get phone calls to be references or whatnot. And uh, I realized more that week, I guess that was last week than I have before, I am a typo machine in the world of texting. I have embarrassing typos. I have obvious uh, grammar issues. Your Y-O-U-R is, instead of Y-O-U apostrophe R-E is one I do all the time. Do these sort of things matter in today's society? And how do you recover? Because the second text seems insane. I just want to say that too, because there was one former colleague I worked with. I care about this person's opinion. I wanted to correct your, but it, it just, it too much time had gone by from when I noticed the typo, that it would have seemed insane to write that I understand the meaning of Y-O-U-R and Y-O-U apostrophe R-E. Your thoughts? I think you get a few minutes there. Also, I blame it on your iPhone. Do you use the iPhone default keyboard? Yes, I do. No, dude, I have a, a Google Pixel 3 and, or Pixel 2 and an iPhone for work. And my work iPhone, 10 million times more typos. The keyboard is okay. garbage. And I installed well, the Google keyboard on my iPhone and that's garbage too for some reason. I don't know that I realized it until I started to care what I was saying to people that I don't talk to often. There were several yeah. people I reconnected with and I looked back at the things we were saying and I was like, holy crap, I have so many typos. And I think I have some in emails and stuff too. When does, when does it tip? When do you think that a person's a moron for the amount of typos they have? And you guys text with me. I'm sure there's typos there. How many times has it crossed your mind? Is Craig secretly a moron? Or maybe not well, so secretly. One, you make your living talking. So it doesn't matter if you can type. You're not, uh, you know, you're not Gene from Mad Men. So that's all no. right. Uh, I got yelled at because I am too, uh, too persnickety with my texts. I deigned to use punctuation and try not to have misspell. And I have misspellings too. Um, but I got yelled at from Molly the other day who told me I seemed like a, a serial killer because I used <laughs> punctuation in my text. She's like, it's so weird. You put like periods and capital letters, and then you use a question mark when you ask a question. I'm like, yeah, because I learned to, how to write. To be fair, you also teach the language of English to children. So this sure. seems to, yeah, right. Well, then I also learned the language of English as a child. <laughs> so, I'm and, sure and I, 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 I write things. So, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I'm a horror. First of wait, all, I'm a on. horrible what spelling. Things, hold, wait a minute. What things do you write? What things do you write right now? Other than text and like maybe an email. What do I write? Like that people yeah. will read? Or do you well, write? I write, my, do you write, I write all my, I write all my stand-up stuff. I write, uh, you know. For yourself. I, always, I have to write caption. No, I have to write captions for the social media. Oh. You know. You don't write your stand-up stuff for other people to read. That's not a thing no. that happens. No, not for no. I don't write. The only thing I write for other people to read is when I'm going to hold up a sign to tell you to buzz off. And two, <laughs> um, when I write captions like for the the show page and stuff. And I wrote, okay. you know, right. th those kind of things. But it's I did. Weird. I wrote no, a blog. I wrote a blog for a long time. Uh, okay. There's you know, no yeah. period after realities may vary. Why don't we have a period? Because this is a title, not a sentence. <laughs> yeah. Dumbass, Brian. This is, no, this is. Listen, don't make us. Don't make us read the the emails of your <laughs> your, your your no your grammatical uh, argument for no, the on. old. Hold on, I wanted style. I knew that it was wrong as I was suggesting oh, okay. it, and I knew it would mm. get shot down. 
I wanted us to purposefully be wrong because okay. it demonstrates an amount of style. There is some sort of theory in the English language that if you do some things uh, purposefully wrong in the grammar sense, it gets more attention. I yeah. remember some teacher teaching me that in, I think, okay. my senior year of high school. So, so my, the, my, my idea with our title was to grab more attention by purposefully being inaccurate. Well, why didn't you say yeah. that? So that we didn't just I think said. I did he say did. that. All right, let me, he, context. I stopped reading there. after the I stopped reading after the first crazy email. <laughs> no idea what we're talking about. We exchanged emails about what the title of the podcast. Of the titles ended, it was like different worlds. And Craig, what if it was different world apostrophe s? Which <laughs> we didn't have to tell the audience. In, we didn't have to tell the audience. To his point, maybe a brilliant marketing technique. Oh, I don't know, dude. Either way, eat weed. I also, breakfast defended, I also defended how we could make the apostrophe S and the ownership make sense. I also tried to defend, you know, the grammar error as if it were actually valid. We're way too in the weeds now all right. of a sudden. You um, need to suck on makes light popsicle. Sally makes a good point. Many typos go unnoticed because as accomplished readers, we read what we think should be there. So to be honest, Craig, I don't notice. If you say you make All a bunch of typos, I don't I don't notice them. You got to you much... notice your. And actually, to Sally's point, what I've learned is true is if you misspell a word in the middle. So if you if you juxtapose a couple letters, people will not notice that because right. we read a word as opposed to individual letters. Mm -hmm. But if you write and this is the biggest sin that so many of us do. Y-O-U-R instead of Y-O-U apostrophe R-E, that demonstrates stupidity. I feel like I'm dumb now to three people. That was two. I also held up just two fingers. That's extra dumb. Wow. Uh, to three people that uh, used to know me in a previous professional life. I'm going to be honest with you, and I don't mean this to hurt you. I judge people who cannot differentiate between your, your, and your. There, there, yep. there. I, yep. I judge you. Two, two. I do it too. I judge and I it. do it. Yeah. I yeah. judge it and I do it. I'm the worst kind of human. Yeah. I, oh, I'm very hard on myself if I see I've made that mistake because I know better. Mm -hmm. So I I look at it in the mirror and I just tell myself how disappointed you know I am in myself. Fine. Let's just let's go the full road. And he's not watching. Todd Manley, I apologize. I understand Y-O-U apostrophe R-E and Y-O-U. And you did not need Y-O-U-R. You did not need to respond to my text by demonstrating that you get the difference by using the word correctly right after I texted the word incorrectly. I apologize, Todd Manley. I've done wow. that. That was a passive aggressive <laughs> F you. Wow. I, Holy I gotta Moses. Say, I, I gotta wow. say, Brian. Brian, after yes, I were Cody. in probably like 2010, 2011, I had been working with you for two or three years. It was a it was about I would say probably close to two, two and a half years in working with you. When I, I, I remember having this thought in the downstairs station when WGM was still on the first floor of the station. Oh, that like was just a good time. A, just outside of uh, Mild's office and the little intern production room right there. Oh, I was, that was a good time. Oh, because that was next to the conference room where Brian would plan the pre-show and I would come. That was a good time. Do, yeah, see what audio he needed and stuff. Well, I, I specifically remember being in there or at the intern computer where I was the moment where I was like, this is just the way Brian writes. He's not angry because millennial, because like <laughs> people my age and your daughter's give us the age, rest. give us the rest. Without I want punctuation the rest so and, and people oh, like, 
a generation older all use periods but to like if i if i texted craig with a period it would be an, an act of war essentially it would be a declaration <laughs> of hostility really? yes it would be it yeah. is, so wait it what is do you just type one run on sentence yeah like often, a heathen often no, no, i never no, use on. question marks I, it's, hold on marta I, wants I have, to know if it was a good time yeah it was a good time marta i uh, have yeah. a different texting sin to to appease both sides of this conversation i just send 65 texts my my sentences are broken without periods and i send 70 i send so many more texts than anyone else i know in my generation because i can't do the run-on sentence i want individual sentences so i send them all without punctuation that's the fault of other millennials and not me that i send a thousand texts to say one thing is it there's literally there's a book called be um called um because internet. It's, it's the title of the book is because internet and it's by internet linguist named Gretchen McCulloch, who I met at a science conference last year. She's really cool. And uh, Gretchen wrote this book. She is a linguist. So all that come, all that goes into being a linguist, she specifically studies online rhetoric. She had, there's like a whole chapter about how some older people will put a, a series of commas for a pause. Um, and that's like how well, that's dumb. Well, maybe now in their sixties or seventies, they would literally write like that um, longhand um, back in like notes that I'm sorry. What was her career again? Was what did she do as a profession? Internet linguist. Oh, this okay. stuff, and people put a bunch of comments. So like, she we must be play. very cunning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just take another uh, one of these. Oh my God. At times, I the, at times I thought the show today was terrible, but at that moment I thought it was amazing. Sorry, continue. <laughs> that was a great moment for this radio, or whatever what? the show is. When was this show Something. terrible? It's been a yeah, home when run was this show terrible? When I was talking about waxing myself because I thought I had a, a second guy on the show who also did it. That's a moment when we were awful. Continue, no. Cody. No, no, Craig. I thought I actually thought that segment was a cut <laughs> above the rest. I think in that moment I proved to my wife I'd do anything she wants at least once. Yes. Anyway, continue. Listen, there's nothing wrong with uh, hygiene. Hygiene is good. And and trying to make the wife happy. Happy wife, happy life. All right. I I, I lived that life. Right, you know ahead. that you are about to get served with legal papers from Lou Manfredini for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, LM, good man. Yeah. Oh, man. You could drop a lawsuit. Yeah. Could take hey, all your look new at the caption. All your new MBD money after you get your IBC money. Just taking it yeah. all. Yeah. No, I know gonna happen after all that radio dough craig so all right so what's with that hold on back to your back to your linguist hold on what do you want to say cody yeah hold on oh uh every time you throw the commercial when you're on can you please say you're listening to wib craig and then (laughs) throw every time so wait you're trying to get me fired from the new gig that i have you just want them to immediately fire me the entire city would immediately now, be behind what you. A, one of the one of the notes they gave me because I've been doing the Chad Benson show a lot, which is uh, nationally syndicated. I'm not trying to brag; that's just a thing. Um, you don't mention call letters. They beg you not to ever mention them. I wasn't mentioning WIBC enough, so they said, "Hey, just mention our call letters a little more." If I change it to WIBC Craig, I will get fired during a show. I'm pretty sure they'll call me and be like, "This is your can now." No, WIB Craig is excellent. No, it's not. WIB Craig. (laughs) That is ruining their note. That is taking their note and bastardizing it. Right. Well, it makes sense if you're on a national show, you're on a million stations. This is, and then it takes 15 minutes to read all the affiliates. (laughs) 
You're listening to yes. Craig Collins on. Yeah. But as a radio guy, as a radio, and we've done a bunch of inside baseball, as a radio guy, that's one of the first things you're taught to do. Mention the call letters. And oh. I trained that out of me, and now it's coming back. WMBD, I apologize if I don't say your call letters enough when I get on the air. Well, and it's funny because those that was because back in the old days, and here, if you want to go really inside, the old days with ratings, there were journals. And so that you would hammer home those call letters so people would write those call letters in a journal. Now it's all electronic. We could, you could theoretically go the whole time, and the people who, who matter, the people with the little meters, they don't the PPM, need you to tell. Yeah. yeah, they don't need yeah. you to tell what uh, tell them what call letters because the evil digital signal is telling them. Well, and actually, Marta's idea is pretty great. Craig, say W I B C. Pause a second, reg, and then take a break. <laughs> I don't hate that. I B C reg, or just spell <laughs> it out. I B C R A I G. <laughs> you know what? I also noticed this is a weird. I'm just gonna keep ranting. Um, no, I noticed. I noticed that on a specific show, I kept ending every uh, segment with "That's just my opinion," and then we went to a break because everything was opinionated conversation. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a terrible thing to say at the end of a radio segment. It's obvious it's my opinion if I'm hosting a radio show, but to end every segment with, and that's just my opinion. And it wasn't just like political things or news. Things. Right. I started doing it for like lifestyle things, <laughs> celebrity news. I was like, yeah, you know, I think that uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey is a little crazy for having a YouTube page. That's just my opinion. Now time for a commercial break. That would be perfect. That. that would be perfect if you were doing one of those syndicated five-minute segments that, you know, <laughs> and not like Paul Harvey, the rest of the story. Yes. And now Craig yeah. Collins, that's just my opinion. <laughs> and, you know, that would be great. <laughs> and to be honest, it's fun. like the producer by the third one was like, I don't know why you're doing this. And I'm like, I don't know either. <laughs> And then it just kept happening. Oh god! I just couldn't get it out of me. So go back and listen to a previous podcast. We all fall. One. We all uh, fall into those those weird traps. Yeah. You know, and if you catch it, if you can catch it and stop it, that's good. But if not, maybe that just becomes your thing. <laughs> Gary Meyer told me one time the way he trained himself out of saying like and all those little filler words that we all add to conversation so often is he forced himself to pause as opposed to continue speaking every time he wanted to say a filler word. And it's a super awkward thing to start to do when you're trying to train yourself to do it. So there's an odd period there. But I think that was me that day with like being, it's pointed out I'm doing something and I just kept doing it. Um, but I do need to work on that too, by the way. Uh, pause every time you want to say a filler word. Cindy said Obama she did. noticed. Obama did Did that. she? Mm -hmm. In the comments, she said she noticed. And I, Mike, actually uh, called, I, I actually called it out on the air, on the show that I'm talking about. If Cindy listened, <laughs> I said, I don't know why I keep saying this. That's just my opinion. Now it's time for some commercials. And I went to a break. <laughs> and now this. Mike said it sounds like <laughs> something a douche canoe might say. Yeah, see, there we go. And ah, there we go. Yes. Brought it. Thank Bring you, it home. So, well, listen. I think sometimes maybe people be, need to be reminded that it's your opinion. Because how many times have you gotten angry texts from, you're supposed to be unbiased as a journalist. Yes. I, yes. I'm not a journalist. I'm a talk show right. host, I, and I'm giving right. my opinion. Yes. So. No, exactly. I think it was just in my brain that day that, like, I need to point out these are opinions for whatever well, reason. I don't know. But it'll be, right. it'll be fun to listen to. Now yeah. it's going to be fun when you say your new call letters at the WMBD like a million times and then, <laughs> then throw in 
but that's just my opinion. No, that's those are the call letters. Nope, just my opinion. My opinion. Maybe that should be the name of your show, it. Craig Collins. So. That's my yeah. opinion. Afternoons. Uh, mm-hmm. Craig's opinions from three to six. <laughs> what do you think, Cody? I don't know if everybody else is. Jim Rome with his long pauses. That's producer Dan. This is um. Southern Grove Adventure Trail Mix has almonds, peanut butter cups, and cherries with cashews. Really? Ooh. Okay, hold on. I, I, I now I need to talk about something else. Um, yeah. Cody. Wait, wait, hold you... on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, no. Before I interrupted Brian to say the last thing I said, he was like, "Go ahead, Cody," and then you, we did a thing. But right, like forty-five minutes ago, Brian was going to do something, so do that. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, keep going then. I don't want to. Go ahead, Greg. Cody, you have a family member that's um, um, very muscular that hits the gym often. Um, Mm -hmm. Can I say that on the podcast? I didn't ask for your permission, and I've already said. Oh, my brother, take it back. Yeah, he's ripped. Mm -hmm. My brother is is diving into that world. He's seven months into that world, and it's getting a bit insane. And I think he wants it to get as insane as your brother. How do you like? I don't know how to deal with that. He mentioned to me. You said almonds that they're a terrible food product. And he started to list all the reasons why it's bad to eat almonds. And my, I just went dead in my eyes because I couldn't listen to him tell me all the health reasons that this is a bad product anymore. Because that's not even the brother I knew a year ago. He's changing. <laughs> He's becoming a human being I don't know that wants to wrestle the rock. Tell me, Who how doesn't? do you deal with that world? I, I don't. I don't want to wrestle the rock. Mm. <sighs> Because like, don't he's a brother. You, For him to get as physically fit as he's he's getting makes me feel like I should do it too. It's if it were any other friend, I wouldn't give a crap. My little brother doing it is driving my brain insane. Mm. No, that's interesting. Um, there are two types of. Uh, we've done uh, studies on the science of envy. Essentially, there's two types. Wow. It's not what it's not what this is. It's not what this is. Well, but you want to you want to get Sounds in that like kind of don't, shape, don't right? Say that, don't say all those words. No, Sounds I'm not like saying you want to be him. He he has something he has something that you want. He has a higher level do, of fitness. Do people think he's a little bit better looking than me at times? How's his beard? Fine. It's not as good as mine. His beard then grows take that and run with it. <laughs> so what's the problem? I I feel like a failure twice now on the show. I've talked about failures. When I can't throw children high enough in the air. That's literally go envy. three. I, you literally just described what I said. I said wax, envy. Waxing, and then you were like, throwing no, no, the kids no. Out of the body you're like, no, no, no. It, Cody, it's not that I'm, I'm envious. I'm, it's that Cody, I want something that someone else has. On, stop it. <laughs> totally stop. different. I'm, Cody, I'm aware of what it is. It's my little brother. I can't, I can't handle that. It's what it is. I can't accept it. Because you know now he can whoop too. your ass. Well, and he's taller than me, which was the first unfair thing that God did to us. I got to live most of my life feeling like I was superior to him and then God ruined it. And now he's doing the same thing with our physical fitness. I'm very upset about this. Hmm. So why don't you just, why don't you just start working out then? I mean, she's, she's too far ahead now. The lead is already there. He's already in front. Oh, two words for you. Steroids. (laughs) (laughs) He does do a lot of creatine. I think I can admit that on the show. Mm. Not illegal. I don't know about that. Um, yeah, I don't know. The thing with uh, me and my brother is that when, if you look at pictures of my brother or me between the ages of 12 and 17, we are literally identical. You cannot tell. 
So what that tells me is that, you know, if we were pretty much the same exact, like physically till 17 or 18, then clearly yeah. what he's doing is not genetics, right? It's hard work, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's nurture, not nature, right? So mm -hmm. I knew that I had the potential and I saw how he did it. He, he was at the gym three hours a day. He revolved his entire world around the specific diet. He learned a lot. Like you get, you have to think about that stuff. You have to read books. You have to read about like medical stuff. Like your brother's probably really getting to know his body and nutrition really well. Like it takes a yeah. lot of investment mm -hmm. to do that. And I was like, I have that capacity. So I asked him for some routines to just like get bigger or whatever. And I got kind of bigger one summer, but it just, it was so much energy and effort expended and like not seeing the same returns. I was like, if I were obsessed with this topic, I would keep doing it, but it's not for me. It's not for me. I have other priorities and I just do this. And you, dude, you're a radio host on a bunch of like radio no, things. Stop, stop. Don't, like, don't you've do that. Got, stuff. You've Noonan, got stuff Noonan. going, you know? Hold on. Noonan's up here. Where are you in the brother chain? What brother are you? Age I'm the oldest. Do you want any of the younger ones to surpass you in specific things, or does it actually not? You, I'm the oldest. I, that I ship, that ship sailed a long time ago. <laughs> and uh, yes, did it get it, you for a while? A while, meaning my entire life. Sure, yeah. Uh, I don't, yeah. I don't dwell on it as much um, okay. because they're, you know, they're they're all doing their thing. But I like what you're saying before you talked about that it was your brother, or you got into the the family dynamic of it. The Anytime somebody becomes uh, just completely obsessed with fitness or weight loss or Peloton or not smoking or not this, and they just, and you're like, okay, you know, <laughs> I had four almonds. Uh, no, did I burn down the rainforest? I, I don't think so. Shut up. You know, when I, when I lost all that weight, that's all I talked about. It's all I thought yeah. about. And I could, yeah. and people were like, we don't even want to sit down and have a sandwich with you. Cause you're constant that that's your entire focus. And you need that as to, to achieve a lot of that stuff. But that doesn't mean everybody in the world wants to hear about it. You know, who cares what the fat content of Cody's trail mix is, you yeah. know, I don't want to hear that he ate kale today because, and then hear 87 minutes of the benefits of kale because I'll put yeah. a bullet in his head and then, well, then I'll just go on about my business. No, I totally get what you're saying, by the way, that when you're living that life, it, you need to, you know, right. obsess in it. And then I, I've done this thing now with my brother because we, we call each other like once a week uh, where I try to let him speak first. I've had a lot going on in my life. I talk too much. about So I always ask him what's going on. It's always workout related. And to yeah. Marta real quick, I'm the older brother. It, it never goes away. I, I will always be away. the older brother. Yeah, no, you can't. Doesn't go it's, away. I, I dominated him at everything for most of our childhood, and I desperately wanted that to continue. So and wait, right you, now it doesn't. You just want to dominate him physically now? Is this like a any 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 way any way imaginable, Noonan? You're the older brother. It's in the brain. It shouldn't be there. He deserves to succeed in all the things. I love the guy. I don't want him to be better at me, better than me at anything. I just don't want it. Well, see, like for my brothers, there everybody's in different fields and everybody's so it's not yeah. like we're not competing in that way. Financially, we are, but and I've lost, but that, that's you know whatever. Um, <laughs> Come but on, man! That, Come on! Like if, Give if a they real were talk version of this, that, that, that was real talk. That okay. we don't. They're not comics. They're not in radio. They're not. You know, some are in really good shape. Others are you know, in okay shape. Uh, it doesn't, so that doesn't matter to me. Um, 
you know, we we all get along. I'm a, I'm very happy for all their success. So it yeah. doesn't. I oh, mean, yeah. it gets, oh yeah, it gets to a point where you're like, eh. and the physical part never did because I I whooped them up and down growing up. <laughs> and there's a good chance there's a good chance I could get two or three punches in. Uh, the only one, two, I'm not worried about. Uh, <laughs> the middle two, I, maybe. I only have the one. I only have the one. That's well, then you know what you do. Next time you see him at a family gathering, you treat him like a dog. You flip him on his back. You crunch down on his neck, and then you say, "Who's who's the pack leader? Who's the pack leader?" And no, then you and spit in his mouth. By the way, I want to I want to reiterate a sentiment you just gave. I want my brother to be insanely successful, ripped all those oh, things. I just no, want to be a little bit more of all of those categories than him. Just a little you, bit more. As Cody said, you could go to the gym and do that. I could. I could. But you don't want to. So no, it, it, I don't it's so want to. right. The, quarant it, the quarantine was so lovely. It was so lovely to not do any of that stuff. Oh man, I had a quarant I had to face down the the last year of uh not going to the gym and stuff today. When Decisions, I was, me too. No, yeah, because I don't have <laughs> – I went to try on a sport coat to go to my niece's communion Saturday. Nothing fits. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. no, this is not good at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's why I had one 96-calorie beer tonight during the, during the broadcast. There you go. We're still going to have stouts when we hang out there, right? Sure. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. we're just going to shotgun the Natty Ice. Or whatever it is you have. Yeah, we're gonna get. To, I'm gonna get to one of those big uh, flavor ice size boxes of Natty Ice popsicles. <laughs> we're just gonna sit along. I I would go to that party. That would you party go to that party? Amazing. That'd be a fun would, party. Sure. All be. our booze is frozen. <laughs> do you guys have anything like? There's the Jello thing. They do this a lot for Betty's family. You put vodka and Jello, and then you serve that at a party. Jello shots. Uh, yeah, I guess they're jello shots. I guess I just took the long way around to describe a thing that everyone knows about. Those are jello shots. It, yeah, they do it at like regular family gatherings, though. I only had those at bars before. This you is know what would, be, would be hilarious if they did it and then made it into a jello mold so nobody knew they were getting hammered. That everybody's just having a nice <laughs> a jiggly jello mold and the whole party turned out like Cody. That mm -hmm. feels wrong. I also feel like this beer hit me harder than I thought it did. I'm guessing that beer was very strong. Just yeah, from not like yeah. Just yeah. from the way you described it, being from the UK. <laughs> no, no, no. And then I talked about Jello shots for too long there. No, not at all. I just uh, I, I saw you know a big IPA like that is going to be a strong beer. Oi, that was the IPA from the UK. Oi, governor, that's Have quite you guys a heard bit. Of Jello, they put vodka in it and you eat it. It's crazy. It's crazy. They that. Do, they do that with watermelons too. What? You cut a hole in the top of the watermelon, you pour a, a handle of vodka in there, and then the watermelon soaks up the vodka, and it's... What, a gathering you do this? Well, I, people do it, it at dangerous. gatherings. No, you don't do it when there's kids around, you, you know? Yeah. And we don't... I've been to parties that had jello shots. I haven't done them since... Or I haven't been... I haven't made them since, like, college or something. So, yeah, I outgrew the jello shots. I'll do them I, if they're I feel around. Like I feel like the worst place to drink is a is a large family gathering. I feel I would rather get hammered with with work colleagues no. or strangers what? than with no. actual family. No, you say something you regret with family, and you have to care about them after that day where you say the thing you regret. But if you say that to a coworker and or a stranger, you live a different life. 
Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how your family operates, but the only way we were able to ever convey true feelings is liquored up at a family party. Christmas, right. you know, that's what every there's a lot of if a family party doesn't end in tears and at least a threat of violence. What's the point of even getting together? You know, it's uh, there. I remember many Christmases, uh, you know, back when I was a kid and my grandparents were alive and there was, yeah. you know, there. Oh, man, there was always something going on, you know. See, no. And that's why my argument is it's the worst place to get drunk, not the best place. The best place to get drunk, I think, is where you're sitting now in your closet with yeah, nice acoustics yeah. and your earbuds in. That, that's the best place to get drunk. And you I know? just so happen to be live streaming on the internet. That's the one. Yeah, negative. that's the yeah. no. That's perfect. Okay. That's how people know that you're waxed. You're smooth as a dolphin. Uh, you know, I said that. that before I got drunk. Mm. I don't know. No, see, because like if I'm drunk in front of strangers and say something really stupid, there's a good chance they're going to punch me. My family's really not going to punch me. Even in that world, though, if they did do that, you still never see them again. The difference is you get to never see these people again that you offended to the point that they wanted to hurt you with your family that never goes away. Yeah, but if they're all drunk, nobody remembers. That's fair. That's uh, a fair point. Yeah, but now, well, now it's rougher because half the family stopped drinking. So now it makes half, half the family. That's a lot of family. Well, there's a lot. Well, not half the family. I mean, uh, two. Well, 60% of the siblings okay stopped um yeah and other and then extended family once once people started having kids and everybody was coming to the the big parties you don't you don't want to be the guy who's getting hammered in front of your kid you know not if you're alone if you're with all the other adults doing it that feels okay no, no well there's a difference between drinking in front of your kids and getting hammered in front of your kids like Molly grew up seeing us you know, we would drink at parties, but we were never, we were never wrecked. And wow. I think that's, I think it's, that's an important lesson for kids to learn to see, oh, there's my dad. Look, he had two beers and everything's fine. He's not, you know, so they see that because they're, they're trained, they're indoctrinated that all, everything is evil. You got to say no to everything. And alcohol is a drug, just like heroin. We had this conversation when Molly was a kid. She came home after one of those uh, just say no or dare things at school. Mm -hmm. She goes, you're doing mm -hmm. drugs. And I'm like, no, I'm having a Miller Lite. No, that's a drug. No. I was like, it's a gateway. Eh. yeah, you want to get technical? Uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah. I'm not doing heroin. I'm not doing Coke. I'm not, you know, doing edibles like Cody getting all stoned in front of his kid. That's weird. But no, yeah, um, wasn't stoned. No, at hold that on. Point. I did, I did want to ask. I did want to throw the question to Cody because I've never thought of that. I don't have any children. I have no reason to censor myself in the world of drinking in public. There's no kid to judge me. Is your is are things like that changing for you socially, Cody? Do you think I know we don't have the same social experience we used to have, but now that you've procreated, do you think you're gonna pull back on some of those party experiences? No. <laughs> no, my Good wife. Talk. No, my wife and I have an understanding where one All of right. us takes the you know, the response, the more responsible role. And the other one gets lit up. If we go to a party <laughs> and she's like, hey, don't drink. I want to like have this bottle of tequila by myself. I'll be like, okay, I guess I'll drive and that's fine. And then the next time I'll do the thing. So yeah, no, we're, we're good. You know, as long as somebody's well, gonna. I do that without kids. I always uh, right. encourage Betty to get hammered before I decide to. And she always says no. And then Craig plays a different role. 
Perfect. Well, yeah, and Cody's son is so little, he's not going to remember. I'm talking about when your kids are old enough to notice, you know? Oh. Like once my cousins and I all started having kids and we'd get together at these big parties, you know, we used to always get a half barrel for big family, you know, huge family gatherings. Then it was like, we're not getting a half barrel anymore. We're not even getting quarter barrel because half the people, because they're driving, they got their kids, they're doing this, they're doing that. You just, you change. To be, but to be honest, now that I'm an empty nester, man, forget about it. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think I'm going to drink really at all because around my kid, because I know I'm a lightweight and uh, like, I don't know. I, I don't recall ever being little and seeing my really either of my parents ever like, you know, let too yeah. loose or whatever. They all just seemed always like together. And I, maybe that was just a, my perception of them or whatever. Maybe at, like in high school, a couple times, maybe if we were on like a like a bagpipe party bus, I might kind of notice like, ah, they seem a little what bit, a little bit tipsy, but this was like when I was, you know, like in Hold high up. school, was, other than that, I, I just remember them as being very like, uh, stable and to together and stuff. So I want to, that's an that. interesting pressure that I had not considered and I don't have to deal with. That is interesting. <laughs> well, that's why I, that's why I never like uh, growing up. I didn't realize my dad, had stopped drinking like either right when right when they started having kids or or not because there were only two times in my entire life i saw him like drunk out of control and, and they stand out and so yeah. you know i didn't go into it consciously thinking oh i got to set an example for molly but we but we did because you know alcohol and she didn't drink she didn't drink all through high school she called us from she was on a uh, the summer after her freshman year in college, she was on a trip in Costa Rica with this con uh, cohort she was with. She called us because she had her first drink. I'm sure you remember that story, Cody. Uh, and then, so, I mean. What was her first drink? It was some sugary mixed drink. Uh, of course it was. You know, some, crazy, course. some crazy cocktail. She sent a yep. picture and it was all, there was all kind of stuff in it. And um, <laughs> yeah, But, but that, it was like, okay, I do think it's important for kids to see certain things like now if i had had other habits i would not have i would not have done those in front of her but alcohol to me is a social legal thing that if you if you choose to drink you people should know that you can drink responsibly mm -hmm. if you don't want to drink that's great too um you know my one one cousin decided she was never going to drink or she's much younger than me decided she was never going to drink because she had seen some of the parties when we were in college and stuff, big family party where people got wrecked. And she was like, I don't want, I don't want to be like that. So yeah. it can go, it, it can, it's important to see that kind of thing, you know? And I think now that uh, marijuana cannabis has become legal and more people are going to be doing it. I think parents need to be conscious of that too. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna do it around your kids as they get older, then you, you tell them about it and you say this is you know, you're not you don't throw your life away. You see if you can handle it, and then you be responsible. Yeah. You know. Wait till they go said, to bed. I look forward to getting turned. Always turn. But no, after they go to bed, I mean, dude, our kids in bed at seven. You know, it'll be eight later. Then it'll be nine. Like, I'm not going to bed at nine. I mean, I sometimes I'll pass out at like nine thirty if it's been a bad sleep week, but. Like, I'm not going to bed till 11 or 12, so I've got plenty of time. 
can grab a beer right after I put him down, you know. Hit a J, Toka Spliff, whatever wow. the things are. Uh, you're yeah. doing you're doing the drugs. Yeah, what you drug? gotta do the drugs, do the yeah. marijuana. Exactly. Yeah. And they'll be like, what's the hokey pokey? Because it's when you're asleep. <laughs> when they're asleep. You'd be yeah, awake. I don't know. I think if I had to if I had, had to decide when Molly was born that I was going to forego having a beer, uh, you know, with pizza or at a barbecue or something. That wouldn't have flown. I would have resented her more than I already did. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> Family <laughs> drama. I've learned a lot during the show. We've learned a lot. Do we have any anything else we need to cover before we get out of here? I'm checking. I don't think so. Let's go through no. all the plugs, shall we? Mm -hmm. uh, first, we'll start with Cody. Check out Cody every day on the Curiosity Daily podcast at curiositydaily.com. You can go there. Craig has a lot going on. Uh, first, you can listen to Craig next week, uh, Thursday and Friday from 6 to 9 on WIBC. That is the, 20, uh, the 29th and 30th of April. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. I correct. look at my uh, cheesy dog calendar that I got at Walmart, and that is correct. And then the big news of the day, of course, Craig has a new show premiering May 3rd on WMBD in Peoria, 3 to 6 p.m. He's the afternoon drive guy. Uh, his second guest, Cody Goff, his first guest, a Hall of Famer, Gary Meyer. So uh, that'll be fun. And my third that. guest, Brian Noonan. No, not now. I'm not taking a. I'm not taking a pity booking. What are you crazy? <laughs> uh, not six a.m. Oh wait, the, yo, did I? Wait, hold on. Did I have a? It's six. It's six a.m. to nine for the WIBC right. fillings. Yeah. Hold on. Six p.m. Yeah. I'm, I'm, listen, there might mine. Oh, yeah. The caption was correct. The caption was correct. Cindy misread it. Six to nine a.m. on WIBC. Eastern. Eastern. By it the way, it says EST. Look at it right yeah. there. EST. Eastern yeah. Standard Time. It is. It is five to eight Central. Oh my God! Just go to IBC.com. <laughs> listen in the morning. Get up early. If you miss it, listen to the podcast. Is that correct? Are they podcasting you? They. They are. You won't be able to tell that it's me. It'll say Tony Katz on it, but you click on it, and that's my voice. All right. Well, either way. Either way, you, you can listen. We'll remind you next week, too. We'll remind you next there week. You, 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 you this go. is too far ahead of time anyway. Oh, well, no, it's Tuesday. I'll be on. Okay, yeah. never mind. Mark your calendars for May 3rd. That's the big one. You know, IBC is good. IBC is excellent. If you miss the IBC shows, you'll get to hear Craig every day. That's the good news. That's the big news of the day. Mm -hmm. uh, you can hear me Friday evening from 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. There, got it all out on WTFJ. <laughs> Go to WTFJ.com if you cannot listen on the air. Uh, the new name of the show, we're glad you're here. Reality uh, Realities may vary. We are podcasting this. I will put, I've already changed the name. If you go to Quarantine Cast, you're going to find it. Uh, we'll post this again tomorrow, all the audio, and go from there. Anything else, gentlemen? You got anything you want to plug? Did I miss any of the plugs? I got to say, Cody. I'm just um, I gotta say, I'm disappointed in myself. Why? Because okay. you're not stoned. No. What happened? Uh, I thought I was gonna go all crazy and be zany and hilarious, but no. Uh, Maybe you took the I, wrong strain. Just hanging out. Could have been the wrong strain. I feel mm -hmm. like this was the most I've ever opened up on one of these shows, and you I think shared I'm a lot. Immediately regret it. I know. No, I think you were. Uh, I think you were excited about all your career successes, sure. and you wanted to sure. share them and yourself. Uh -huh. Because you're a genuine broadcaster. All right, there you go. And so you wanted to open up to your fans. Talk. 
Do we yeah. have more of this beer, honey? Do we have more? Sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, That's Craig. Hard. I love, I love hearing about <laughs> what you've got going on. <laughs> what are I you hearing, Mike? Where did oh, you no. cut on your body? No. What no. did you cut? Was it with scissors? Or well, with a I, thought, I thought we were in the same club. We were going to be out. We were, we were out. But you, you promised us a drop by from a guest who could throw people. Yes. Before we get out of here, you have uh -oh. to. Where? Who is this person <sighs> that can throw people? Uh oh. There's a lighting change. It's going to be a thing. Oh, it's the Undertaker. <laughs> Um, hello, Brian and Craig. You should have expected this. You've Brian, summoned I, me. Uh, you asked for this. Well, I didn't think he was going to bring up a stuffed animal. Why no, did we, you summon me? We should have known. We didn't. This is on us. The this Undertaker is, us. is not that ghastly white, is he? He's, he's a huge WWE fan, and we said throwing Are people you, and didn't notice uh, it. You this know what? Your mistake You're right. is on us. Yeah. That was it. It's our fault, Craig. Mostly mine, because right. I. You I'm an enabler. Made a mistake, Craig, and now you will rest in peace. Ah, Good night, everybody. Good. Bye. 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 Brian, Brian would spit in my mouth. <laughs>